following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Well, if you were expecting the kind of weather that we've had this week, and you're going out this morning and you're dressing like that, good luck. Because it is cold, so dress appropriately, all right? Good morning and welcome to another edition of Talk With a Purpose. Every Saturday we are here for our Saturday morning get-together, 9 till noon, right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us, and we will talk about a lot of things today. It's you and me, you and me against the world, as they say, for the next three hours. We'll talk about so many things and we we hope you're going to stick with us for the show. Nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I wanted to start off, uh, and, and if you'll indulge me for a moment, I, I, I just want to get this off my chest. The Super Bowl, and of course, you know I'm an Eagles fan and the Eagles lost. Okay. And I'm kind of over that now. But I'm not over losing to Andy Reid. As you know, Andy coached in Philadelphia for 14 years. And he really put us through. I mean, he did well first couple of years, but he never quite won the big one. He came, oh, so close and always excuses. He was very condescending to the fan base. He was very arrogant. Just just not a likable guy. Then he gets to Kansas City, and he's a world beater. He wins two Super Bowls. So I was angry about that, <laughs> losing to Andy Reid. So you'll, you'll indulge me on that, okay? But I did want to start off the show by talking about the Super Bowl. And, well, it's, it's an issue that I've had a lot of problems with for quite some time. But I think it really was brought out in the Super Bowl, and nobody talked about it. So let me give you the the background. First of all, we are supposed to be one country. And if you remember when Donald Trump was president, how could you forget? We constantly heard, oh, he's dividing us. We're, We're a divided country, and he's the cause of it. Well, Donald Trump hasn't been president for two years. And I just have to say, are we one country? Don't we have a national anthem? Isn't that the case? I mean, it's one national anthem. And over the past few years, several NFL players, if you remember, were led to believe that kneeling or not showing up for the national anthem was a good thing. And it would bring about change. And that's what they said. Change, change, change. Then the NFL got involved and they paid the Players Association some $90 million for special programs that would encourage diversity in our society. And or or something to that effect. I I don't know. But that's that's what we were told. I'd like to see where that money went. 
We never heard anything after that. $90 million. Yeah, just, just gone. But the thing that I, I was really disturbed about in particular, this year's Super Bowl was the singing before our national anthem of the so-called black national anthem. Lift Every Voice and Sing or something like that. That is the title of it. I looked at the people I was with and my grandson's other grandfather was there. And he said to me, and and I said the same. I mean, we, we both said the same thing at the same time. Don't we have a national anthem? Isn't that what we have now? One national anthem? And the people who are encouraging inclusion in our society are the very same people that are bringing out something that isn't inclusive, a separate national anthem. So how is that inclusion? I, I just I just don't understand it. And so I, I, what if we had the Spanish national anthem? And what if we had the Greek national anthem? And what if we, we had the Jewish national anthem? Or the Italian national anthem. You get the point? That it's a separate thing. And of all the people that have said we want to be one society, here we are singing the black national anthem. So I'm really confused. And especially that the NFL is about 85, 87% black players. Isn't it one society? When blacks bleed, don't they bleed red? And when whites bleed, they bleed red. So do you get the point that we consistently say inclusion, 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 and, oh, diversity, and... But yet we are one people. But if you watched the national anthem at the Super Bowl, and by the way, that Super Bowl was the third highest watched program of all time. So what a stage to put the black national anthem on and encourage more non-inclusion. I mean, how many times do we really have to to say the same thing? How many times can we say liberals and wokeism and... I mean, this all started. You remember, I'm going to bring out a name. You probably forgot this name already. Remember Colin Kaepernick? And he started this kneeling for the national anthem and this whole backlash of... And we had to go through this for a couple of years. And and they were mad at Donald Trump because he said, oh, fire the guys if they don't stand for the national anthem. Well, he was right. He I mean, he was right there. We we are one. And the national anthem is a symbol of this country. And of all the people who fought and died for the freedom that this country brings. I mean, it's all these basic things that we hear. But yet, when it comes to that, 
inclusion is out the window. Well, because it's the Black National Anthem. And that's all right. That's okay. You know, it's it's all right to, to say that blacks have accomplished this and have, have accomplished that. And we we laud them for that. And that's fine. But this thing about inclusion, it's not inclusion. It's not going to stop, but I think it has to stop. And with that, we bring in the one and only Seth Grossman, who's got plenty, I'm sure, <laughs> to talk about here on Talk With a Purpose. Seth, good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Of course, this ties into uh, Trevor Loudon of New Zealand, who will be our speaker at our fundraising event one week from today. And uh, if you've never had a chance, and even though we're charging $75 uh, for a ticket, this Trevor Loudon is really worth hearing because he, he explains uh, the problem that you have. And, and the problem is that none of this stuff that the Democrats or the left or the communist or the socialist or the wokest, whatever name you want to call them, it appears they don't make sense because uh, they say they want a inclusion, but then they they exclude people. They say they want unity, but they divide people. But the point is there's one thing they want. They want power and they want control over this country. And they will do or say whatever it takes to uh, make Americans angry, divided, broke, uh, discouraged, because that's what they do. You see, we Americans were so naive. We're so used to thinking, well, if someone is saying, you know, uh, my people were oppressed 100 years ago, so I, I, I need re- respect or I need this or I need that. We want to say, okay, we'll meet you halfway. We'll, we want to work with you. We, we can't imagine the idea that someone is just making the, the, these things up just to, to make us uh, lose faith and confidence in ourselves so they could destroy the country so they could then take over. Uh, and this is what Trevor Loudon explains. I mean, this is something that uh, since Vladimir Lenin in 1919 perfected these techniques, they have schools to teach people how to just make up stuff to uh, to to con- uh, confuse your your enemy. So that's what we're dealing with. So we're having a war for the country, and we also have it uh, this total ignorance of uh, American history. For example, most people think the civil rights movement began in the 1960s, but America had three civil rights movements, and that's where that what was called the Negro National Anthem came from. The first civil rights movement was right after the Civil War when we amended our constitution to end slavery and give blacks equal rights. Uh, and then we had a president, uh, of course, President Lincoln, who was about to do that, was murdered by Democrats. Uh, and we had a racist Democrat president uh, after Lincoln was killed. And then a Republican president, Ulysses Grant, uh, enforced the rights of blacks in the South uh, until uh, he was uh, knocked out of office uh, after two terms. And then you have what was called the Great Migrations, where blacks left the South, found equal rights in the North, and they succeeded. And that's where the Negro National Anthem came from. When uh, in Atlantic City in Philadelphia, in the Harlem Renaissance, where blacks and whites uh, uh, had equal opportunity, and where black Americans succeeded the same as 
uh, immigrants from uh, Ireland and Italy and, and, and Jewish immigrants. Uh, and, and then what happened is the Democrats came up with this racist movie called Birth of a Nation, which they don't even teach about in college anymore, which just uh, had every racist stereotype against blacks. And then we had another, a second civil rights movement in the 1920s, led by people like Kate Smith, uh, led, led by um, and I, you know, the Republicans, uh, Calvin Coolidge, uh, uh, Warren uh, Harding. So, so, so this is the background we had, and then of course we had the uh, de- racist Democrats, Woodrow Wilson, Franklin Roosevelt. They don't want to teach that stuff. So this is the ignorance of history making this possible. But the real thing is that blacks had made enormous progress right up into the 1960s, and if we had honest black history, uh, we would be having a national discussion. Were black Americans, black communities better off uh, before 1963 when, when all this uh, racist uh, black power uh, diversity stuff started? Or are black communities better off now? We can't even have that discussion. And by the way, speaking of history, one of the, uh, uh, I guess, the, a trick question I would ask my students when I, when I was still allowed to teach history at Atlanta Community College was uh, on what day was George Washington born? And in teaching for six years, not one of my students uh, knew the answer. Of course, our generation knows knows that George Washington was born on February 22nd because we had a national holiday to remember him. Uh, But right now we have uh, something called President's Day coming up on Monday. And, And why is that a holiday, by the way? What is the meaning of President's Day? Uh, other than to give people who work for the government and woke corporations a paid holiday, uh, a paid day off. Because uh, wh- right now we have Black History Month completely obliterates the study and recognition of George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. Because if we had real history, uh, we would be asking questions. Why is America, or at least was America, a prosperous uh, and safe country and why was Haiti uh, a miserable country with poverty and violence and corruption? How come you have hundreds of thousands of black people living in Haiti will do anything to come to move to America, but you do not have any black Americans that want to move to Haiti? Haiti is a 98% black uh, uh, American country. Um, they don't have diversity there. What's the difference? And if you study the difference, you'll see in black history, uh, black students are taught, oh, the hero of uh, uh, the black independent country of Haiti was Jean-Jacques Dessalines, Henry Christophe, Alexander Petion. They don't know about George Washington. But uh, if you knew the history of Haiti, you would know that uh, these, these heroes of Haiti um, actually won a war of independence against France, the same as George Washington led a war of independence uh, in North America against England. But what was the difference? Well, when uh, Dessalines and Christophe and Petion, when they won the revolution, the first thing they did was they killed everybody who was white, everybody who was of mixed race, Everybody who was not with them, they just murdered them. They murdered 40, 50, 60,000 people. 
whereas in America, the American tradition of George Washington, he treated the captured uh, German Hessians with kindness. Abraham Lincoln, after the Civil War, said, with malice towards none, with charity of all, uh, for all. So we had this, our leaders, Abraham Lincoln and George Washington, built this America of trust and tolerance in giving people a second chance, whereas the black leaders of Haiti uh, did not do that. The other thing about the black leaders of Haiti, uh, after they won their war for independence, the three of them, declared, instead of uh, you know, stepping down when the war was over like George Washington did, they declared themselves emperor for life or king for life, president for life. Uh, guess what? They didn't live very long. Uh, but uh, George Washington, probably his greatest achievement was stepping down from power after the war was over. So why can't black students learn real history and say, let's compare what happened in Haiti? Let's learn about you know, those leaders, but let's also learn about George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. Let's analyze what both did right, what both did wrong. Oh, and by the way, uh, one of the leaders of, of Haiti called uh, Henry Christophe, uh, a black leader of Haiti, brought back slavery because he needed the money from uh, the sugar plantations. But they don't teach that. In black history, they only teach everything that uh, black leaders did was good, everything that white leaders did was bad, and they teach a distorted history of um, both countries. And I think that's why people, if people don't learn from the past, then you know you you just live in ignorance and you repeat the same mistakes. And just just a quick thing about George Washington, which I don't even think any of our children uh, know today. Uh, uh, that his father died when he was 11. Uh, George Washington had to drop out of school to work the fields of his farm to feed his uh, mom and his younger brothers and sisters. That he wanted to become wealthy. So he read books. He taught himself the skills he needed to, uh, to be rich, including learning how to dance, how to dress, how to conduct social conversation, to mingle with the uh, wealthier people and be accepted in society. Uh, George Washington's dream was to be a general in the British Army, but he was rejected because um, he was, quote, a mere colonial. There was discrimination. He didn't have uh, political and social contacts in London. And so he had to work and, and make his farm a success because he couldn't uh, have the career he wanted. He kept the Continental Army together without food, money, or supplies for eight years. And again, his greatest achievement was when he won the war, he went home, as opposed to making himself a dictator like a Napoleon or, or most uh, people did. So we made a, a national holiday for George Washington, not because he was a great American, but because there would not have been an America if there had not been a George Washington. But now, uh, starting in 1968, we abolished the George Washington holiday in America. Uh, we have President's Day that takes place, uh, I think it's the, the third or fourth Monday uh, of, of the month of February, and they actually design a holiday so it can't possibly fall on Washington's birthday. So I think that's something worth mentioning. What else is going on as far as uh, liberty and prosperity? I know the, the big thing is, and by the way, uh, I forgot to do it last week, but we're going to do it today. Uh, we're g giving away two tickets, a pair of tickets to uh, your 
brunch, dinner, lunch, whatever you call it, uh, with Trevor Loudon uh, next week. So we're going to be doing that later on today. Uh, but what else is going on at Liberty and Prosperity? Well, we'll be talking about, once again, the tragedy at Michigan State University. Last Monday, uh, eight students were shot, uh, three killed, five critically wounded. Uh, and yet, if you read any of the stories, it will not tell you the race of the murderer, the race of the shooter, or the race of the victims. And um, one of the three who was killed was black, two were white. We don't know the race of the five who are critically injured, and, and they'll probably never uh, have normal lives again. That's how seriously they're, they're killed. But once again, the shooter is a, an angry black male with a chip on his shoulder. Um, and, and you see all these murders that take place that they call workplace incidents or senseless violence or mental illness. But we are not allowed to know uh, how many of these uh, murders are driven by racial resentment, hatred, by what's being taught in black history courses, by the black media, by the black uh, rap culture. Um, but when it's the other way around, in the very, very, very rare cases, when the murderer is white and the victims are black, like what you had in, um, I guess, Buffalo, New York, uh, the, the face of the white killer is in every story. The race is mentioned in every headline. So that gives a distorted picture that the problem is violence by uh, white racism, and nobody even talks about the black racism because it's not even mentioned. Race is never mentioned. I think that's uh, going to be a topic today. Oh, uh, I'm sure Governor DeSantis's book banning uh, will be discussed. Um, uh, Go Governor DeSantis in Florida said that uh, you know certain of this really hateful and racist. Um, uh, books should not be in Florida elementary schools. And the same thing with this, uh, you know, promoting this, uh, that L, uh, LGBTQ, you know, uh, agenda. So it was just a handful of books, but the teachers union in Florida made a whole big deal by showing all these empty bookshelves. And what, again, we keep forgetting is uh, they already emptied out the bookshelves. You go into any public school, and see where you could find the biography of Thomas Edison, who invented the light bulb. Andrew Carnegie, who built libraries and, and you know, uh, made it uh, possible to have steel for skyscrapers. John D. Rockefeller, who made it possible for poor people to heat their homes uh, in the winter and light their homes at night. Where will you find poems by Edgar Allan Poe, uh, uh, Washington Irving, Tales of Sleepy Hollow, Last of the Mohicans? Uh, the, the, the leftists don't tell you they already cleared out our libraries for the last 30 or 40 years. And just because we're questioning some of the woke stuff that they put instead, they're making it sound like, like conservatives are the book burners, when it's really they, the radical left has been burning books for, uh, you know, for the past 30, 40 years. Uh, uh, where, where else with liberty and prosperity? Uh, well, of course, Atlantic City casinos are making record profits. And Governor Murphy made a statement saying he wants the casinos to pay a fair share of their real estate taxes. But yet, uh, you know, it was Governor Murphy who a year ago passed a law that cut the uh, taxes of the casinos by about 30 to 40 million dollars a year and in complete violation of our state constitution. And when um, 
you know, I, on behalf of Liberty and Prosperity, filed a lawsuit and won that lawsuit um, last August. It was Governor Murphy who ordered uh, that the casinos would not have to pay the money. He's appealing the case. So if Governor Murphy really wants the casinos to pay their fair, sh- fair share, all he has to do is uh, drop the appeal. Well, he's and in, if anyone wants to, yeah, yeah. he's in Ukraine now. So he, he's really he, uh, <laughs> what's he doing in Ukraine? <laughs> uh, uh, I guess he made the statement and ran. But if anyone wants to go to our libertyandprosperity.com website, uh, we posted the whole brief uh, as to um, you know why uh, this law is blatantly unconstitutional. And we also tell the history as the, as the big lie of Governor Christie that created this mess in Atlantic City in the first place. And it's very simple that when you had that economic um, housing bubble collapse or the prime mortgage collapse in 2008, and when you had your first casinos in, in Philadelphia, uh, it cut Atlantic City business in half, casino and not casino. But yet uh, Atlantic City continued to increase uh, spending, and it did this for seven years while it was under control of state government, under Christie. But Christie was running for president at the time, and he didn't want to have the controversy of cutting spending or uh, fighting with the unions. So he just gave, uh, spent all the money that the uh, Atlantic City uh, unions wanted, uh, put Atlantic City $400 million in debt. And then when he wasn't uh, uh, running for president anymore, he came up with this whole convoluted scheme to, uh, to basically force uh, to protect his friends on Wall Street and stop Atlantic City from doing a bankruptcy uh, to avoid paying this debt that never should have been incurred in the first place. So we have that going on. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm just trying to think one more point. Oh, the the final point uh, is this, uh, you know, this whole issue of incompetence that, you know, one of the achievements and I think why the national anthem is so important uh, in the uh, Super Bowl is because football is a model of what happens when you hire people just for their talent, their achievement, and their work. In other words, who cares uh, whether you have any Asian Americans on a winning Super Bowl team? All you want to do is to make sure that you have the best talent in the country there, regardless of race uh, or ethnic background. And so the American ideal of uh, we're all created equal and down with unalienable rights, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, equal opportunity, uh, we should sing our national anthem, one uh, national anthem, uh, with, uh, with pride. And, uh, and I guess the next thing to say, well, if you really believe diversity, equity, and inclusion is such a great idea, you know, why not start hiring people to professional football and basketball teams that way? Instead of getting the most talented players, you know, make sure you have, uh, you know, if, if the country is 20% uh, black, have 20% black players and you'll have uh, 30% white players and, you know, 5% transgender players. So, so how come they will not use uh, those standards for, uh, for professional sports? And the answer is obvious, because if they did, uh, teams that did it would start losing games, and you'd see the stupidity right away. But unfortunately, we're, we're choosing airline pilots and railroad engineers and, and doctors and people who, who, who build bridges and all that stuff. We're, we're hiring them uh, based on 
uh, these artificial diversity standards instead of uh, their talent and their achievement and their dedication to the job. And that's why we're, it's getting dangerous. People are getting killed because of that. And, uh, you know, Tucker Carlson did a tremendous job uh, of just showing how when you get up in a plane, you don't know if the pilot is, is uh, has a history of panic attacks but was hired anyway uh, because uh, they, they met uh, some sort of uh, gender or a sexual preference or a racial quota. So we have to get back to the American idea uh, of not caring uh, really what Martin Luther King said, where you couldn't care less about the color of skin, but all that counts is the content of character and talent. So that's what we'll be talking about, libertyandprosperity.com meeting. If you can't get to the meeting, look for us online. All this stuff is posted there. All right, Seth, thank you. You're you're a little late. <laughs> you're a little late, but that's okay. Seth Grossman, Liberty and Prosperity, the website, libertyandprosperity.com. Check it out. And as I said, we'll give away a pair of tickets to uh, Seth's brunch lunch next Saturday featuring Trevor Loudon as the speaker, and it should be a good time. Unfortunately, I can't go because I'm on the air. (laughs) Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We'll get started with your calls, Matt, Bob, and John, and maybe you at 609-407-1450. More after these words. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, 609-407-1450 is our number. Let's get started with our leadoff hitter, the one and only Matt in AC. Matt, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Good day, sir. Good day. How you doing? Listen, uh... Yeah, I got two things for you. I'll try and go quick. Uh, I'll stem off of Seth a little bit. Uh, this this uh, train disaster in East Palestine, Palestine, Ohio, um, where's Pete Buttigieg? <laughs> that's, that's a good question. Did you hear uh, the, the show on before us uh, was talking about him, and they had a quote. He was uh, talking about construction workers, and there's too many white people in construction sites. Got to get more blacks. Uh, <laughs> he was well, nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. I, he, he, I'll just harken back to uh, 9-11, and I distinctly remember watching the TV, and two days after the event, President George Bush was standing on the rubble with the firefighters 
saying that people that knock these buildings down are going to hear from us soon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? yeah. yeah. That's that's right. Now, whether or not you agree with the war or not, but still, he was there. Right. Okay. He was there. Where is this Buttigieg? He cannot run for president. Oh, Stop it. No, no. He can't. No. Stop it. He's Stop. a joke. He's a joke. I mean, six-month maternity leave, and, and he wasn't the one having the baby. <laughs> six months. <laughs> I know. Six months. <laughs> that's and unheard he's still of. On vacation. Yeah. It's, it's, he's still on vacation. <laughs> and, all right, here's my second point. All right, and I'll let you get to Bob and John. Uh, uh, I was looking at this thing, this report about that. Remember they wanted to hire these 87,000 yes. IRS agents? Yes, yes. Are they, since we were in the house now, that's not going to happen, thank God. Yeah. Okay. But I was doing some math. Uh, there's um, there's 720, and here was, the, here was the case of it. They were supposed to go after the billionaires and above, like not even the millionaires, the billionaires that aren't paying their fair share. Yeah. Remember what Seth said? Yep. They're not paying their fair share. Well, if they're only going to go after the billionaires, 87,000 IRS agents, you divide 720-some-odd billionaires that live in this country of the United States. That comes out to be 124 IRS agents per billionaire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. John. John, what are they going to do? What are, you gonna, are they going to get beach chairs and sit, sit by the guy's mailbox and wait and read his mail when it comes in? <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, th this administration is screwed up, man. Yeah, big time. Yeah, that, well, <laughs> that, that's that's the sixty four thousand dollars statement. I mean, I mean, mm -hmm. what what haven't they screwed up? I mean, yeah. <laughs> across the board. Matt, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. <laughs> Boy, that, that's a lot of agents per billionaire. <laughs> oh, talk with the purpose of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us. 609-407-1450 is the number. We'll get to Bob and John and Craig after we talk about B.F. Mazio, the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. And, hey, if you want to get into the text messaging, B.F. Mazio has a system. And if you text your number to 609-853-5666, then you will be on the text messaging list where you get specials and you get coupons and all kinds of good stuff. So do that and you'll be on on the list of preferred customers at BF Mazio. But when it comes to BF Mazio, you know the drill. I mean, there's so many good things there. And we had our Super Bowl party and I of course got some got some uh, salads from BF Mazio. But you you can find all kinds of good things at BF Mazio. Uh fruit baskets, gift baskets, that goes without saying. And of course, uh, there are all kinds of other things. You know, I tried the gourmet coffee the other week, and it was a cherry vanilla coffee. And boy, is that really good. 
I mean, that is extra special good. So that's just one of the things. And they have all kinds of flavors. I mean, there had to be 20 different flavors of gourmet coffees. But that's just one thing. There are all kinds of other things. Uh, fresh fruit and produce, of course, that's the staple. But B.F. Mazio is, is known for all of those things. Uh, you, you name it, it's there. B.F. Mazio, Chestnut Avenue and Route 9. That's 601 New Road in Northfield. Online at bfmazio.com, bfmazio.com. Check it out. You'll be surprised. I mean, you look up, you look down, you'll see some things. I didn't even know they had that. <laughs> That's what you're going to say. I didn't know they had that. I didn't know they had that. It, it's it's that kind of experience. BF Mazio, 601 New Road, Northfield. Online at bfmazio.com. We'll continue with Talk With a Purpose after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC, Brokers International Financial Services LLC is not an affiliated company. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. It will be breezy today with plenty of sunshine. Today's high 45. Partly cloudy tonight with a low of 29. Intervals of clouds and sunshine tomorrow, the best day of the weekend. Tomorrow will reach a high of 55. Monday will start the new week with mild temperatures, low clouds, maybe some sunshine. Expect a high Monday of 59. I'm AccuWeather's Drew Shannon on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, if you want to email me during the week, jdadv1 at comcast.net, jdadv1 at comcast.net. Email me anything you like, and uh, got quite a few emails this week. And in fact, there's some things that I'm using here on today's program jdadv1 at comcast.net you want to like us on facebook at talk with a purpose at talk with a purpose is the facebook address and it is talk with a purpose saturdays nine till noon wpg talk radio 95.5 bob is in cape may bob good morning welcome to talk with a purpose hey good morning john look the uh the Super Bowl was so frustrating. Uh, we, <laughs> yeah, the Eagles, the Eagles had that game, Jim. Yeah, I know, and, and I know. Slip away, and, and you know, I, I know this is not a sports show, but look, uh, this <laughs> two plays in the first half, two plays, and if they, they look, the Eagles should have had a twenty-eight to seven lead. No kidding. One, one, one is the, the Devontae Smith. 
catch the gun. Yeah. Turned over. Okay. After, after a five minute review. Now, the official for, for Fox <clears throat> made this point. These plays are, they, you can overrule them if there's clear and convincing evidence. Yes. If it was going to take them five minutes to find one slate angle where it may or may not have, have negated the catch, that, that, that was insane. Okay, that should not have happened, number one. Number two, the Eagles were, were on the way to scoring another touchdown when their, their right guard, Isaac Sayamalo, had a full start. They had a third and one or a third and a half yard. That pushed the ball back, made it a third and six. Next play, Hurts loses the ball on it on an exchange. Nothing Kansas City did. He he just lost the ball. He switched hands. He switched hands, which which they tell you <laughs> exactly. never to do. Exactly, and, and never to, never to do, do that. that. Yeah. yeah, and, and that was a fourteen. Look, that 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 fourteen play point alone swing. Fourteen was, point swing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ten at minimum, and you know. I felt very uncomfortable at the end of the first half. The the statistical advantage, the Eagles were destroying Kansas City. It yeah. was a rout. They were only up by 10 points, though. And that's what a lot of people felt uncomfortable, including me. And you knew Kansas City was coming back, but they weren't going to come back from a 28-7 to halftime deficit. No, they weren't. This Eagle team. So, <laughs> you know, that was so frustrating. And then, you know, look... The, the punt return hurt us big time, and of course the officials it's, crowned it's, the Chiefs it's the like champions with, they, with they a marginal call. They wanted to and, overturn and that. They wanted to overturn with the Devonte Smith catch. They wanted to overturn that. It's like they were Correct. looking for things to do, and then of course the uh, the, the pass interference at the end. But hey, look. The, uh, it, it, the holding it, call. Yeah, but, it's, it's, it's... But, you know, Bill, Bill Belichick told his players when they got to the playoffs, and especially the Super Bowl, the officials do not call the game the same in the playoffs. They let things go. So you can be a little more liberal. You can be a little more... You can you can get away with more holding. He, he told his his secondary players that, and he told his line, his offensive linemen that. All right, so you know the and and early in the game, the same player Bradbury, they let him go when he had what was a more flagrant hold. <laughs> so you know, but yeah. anyway, yeah. So look, I know you got other callers. I'll I'll, I'll get. Get to the political stuff next hour or the eleven o'clock hour. Okay. Whatever they, All right. That, okay. All right, Bob. Thanks for the call, and thanks for reminding me. <laughs> Do we need to be reminded? That's oh, it's all right. Wait till next year. That's what they say. John in Ocean City. John, good morning. You're on Talk with a Purpose. Yes. Good morning. Where was that nineteenth United States uh, Transportation Secretary at? Anyway, bit of giggity giggity, as I call him. Yeah. <laughs> now, of course. I, what happened in East Palestine, uh, Ohio, actually caused ten mile, ten, a 10 mile radius of destruction to the environment. So instead of getting to the bottom of it to see if it was sabotage or not, no, making sure white people don't have gainful employment, that's what your job is, but a giggity giggity. Yeah, right. So anyway, um, talk about uh, successful immigrants. There was a, a successful immigrant uh, who moved to Long Branch, New Jersey from communist 
China, and uh, he, he married a white American girl, and their son was uh, Gordon Chang, a Columbus um, uh, lawyer and a political commentator. And he said that that, that balloon, uh, the first balloon that we saw was off the coast of uh, Alaska, off the coast of the Aleutian, Aleutian Islands, actually, could have been shot down then. Now, of course, if you wait for uh, if it had an electromagnetic bomb inside of it, it could have caused a high-altitude uh, nuclear reaction. We we wouldn't even be talking right now, probably. But uh, they could have shot that down when it was uh, in between Russia and China, Russia and America there in the Aleutian Islands. So that that didn't happen. Yeah. Now we've had the BL England we've had the BL England uh, energy plant dismantled, and now we've had the uh, actually the, this is old news, but it's not really the Keystone XL pipeline was shut down or the spigot was turned off. Also, there was a colonial. Uh, Pipeline too that was shut down too. So now we have a a, a, a guy that he has his scorched earth policy, I guess. But now he wants to take everybody down with him. So he, he goes ahead and blows up the uh, Nord Stream one and Nord Stream two pipelines. That's an act of war. So is, is, how how can good come out of all this? That's what I'm saying. How can good come out of it, uh, out of all this insanity? And if you vote left, you're a do not. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I like when John uses those Italian words. <laughs> Uh, 609-407-1450. I'll get to Craig in just a moment. But I got to call out my producer and program director for a serious, serious violation. I started this show eight years ago. And I said to Chris Coleman, you are the country music maven of this building. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you are, all right? Number one rated show in the afternoon. All of that stuff. And I said to Chris, all I want to do is meet Carrie Underwood. That's that's <laughs> that's all I want to do. The other day on Facebook, there's Harry Hurley and his wife with a picture Together with Carrie Underwood. <laughs> uh, do you see my my problem with this? Okay. So Harry gets the picture with Carrie Underwood. She's I, nice. <laughs> how does this happen? I, I mean, I'm devastated. You know, eight years I've been here and I said... Oh, that's all I want. I just want to meet her. That's that. I that shouldn't be too hard. I mean, radio people and and stars like that. I mean, they do it all the time. When I was in Philadelphia radio, I met many stars, but they weren't anything like Carrie Underwood. So, yeah, feel sorry for me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Harry gets all the perks. <laughs> and I get crumbs. Maybe, maybe Chris will give me a picture of Carrie Underwood if if I'm lucky. Talk with the purpose is the show Saturdays nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. I'm John DeMassey. Yes, second on the totem pole here on WPG. We're coming back with more Talk with a Purpose in just a moment. The Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial will be unveiled in Atlantic City sometime in the near future. The memorial will be located in O'Donnell Park in Atlantic City, in close proximity to both the World War I Memorial and Stockton University. Bernie Friedenberg, a Silver Star recipient for his heroism on Omaha Beach on D-Day, will be honored with this memorial. 
In fact, the memorial will be unveiled on D-Day, June 6, 2023. Donations for this worthwhile cause are now being accepted. For more information or to donate, contact Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial, P.O. Box 652, Brigantine, New Jersey, 08203. Or you can donate online at BernieFriedenbergWorldWar2Memorial.com. Back here on Talk With a Purpose. Uh, you want to cry for me, you, you can, all right? 609-407-1450 is the number. Craig is in Northfield. Craig, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. What a week. Yeah. How you doing? All right. I, uh, Pretty banged up after yeah. Sunday, I'm yeah. sure. Oh, I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, John, yeah. I said 10 points. I, I, we went into, I don't know what they were serving at halftime, but uh, I lost my 10 points after the second half there. Yeah. yeah. So I just want to say, I knew the fix was in when I saw... The day before, I'm watching the TV a little bit, and I see all these commercials. Andy Reid's in all these commercials. Yeah. My court, Mike. How about your? How, where? Where's my guy? Yeah. Nowhere. Yeah. So I thought the fix is in. Yeah. So well, anyway, what can I tell you? That, that yeah, I, I, uh, I had problems losing to him of all people. So. Oh well, of course. <laughs> But uh, don't worry, we got uh, Governor Murphy came out. He said no more. He's cloning, uh, got Newsom cloned him, and he came out with no more gas vehicles after 2030, I think it is. Yeah. Um, how did you know that I was going to talk about that today? Well, I didn't know, but I, no, let me I, just say, I, I don't think we should be putting all our, uh, should I use the word eggs? Because they're kind of expensive. Yeah, yeah. That's in one well. basket, because... You know, look, uh, Ford, with their electrical vehicles, they got a burn problem. They're recalling a lot of vehicles there, so they are stopping their electrical production. Did you hear that? No, I did not hear that. By the way, it's oh, 20, yeah. 2035 is what Murphy said, and that is exactly what Gavin Newsom said in California, 2035. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, more, no more, no more gas cars, 2035. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I have to say, um, you know, we had the pipeline, right? Yes. And then we had the the the, the second stage of balloons going uh, across Canada. We shot those down, but they're not going to look for those anymore. Yeah. <laughs> what about that? That's strange. That is very strange. Very strange. I mean, I really found that strange. And then... You know, John, we talked about the Ukraine, and I talked to you about that pipeline. Remember I told yeah. you that Biden – didn't I say that Biden yep. did that pipeline? Yep, yep. I did. And, and, and there they had the boat, our boat, and then what, what happened? Germany wants to know who took out the pipeline, one of our NATO members. Yes. So we, China wants to know who took out the pipeline, and Russia wants to know – who took out the pipeline. So, you know, when you got a guy like this being the president of our United States, okay, I mean, this is, that's like an act of war, you know, John. Yeah, yeah, I know. Because if they took out one of something that strategic for us, I mean, you know, don't you think that this madman might retaliate in a way that wouldn't be good for us? That's right. That, that, that's, hey, you're right on the money. Right on the money. Okay. All right, I'm going to leave you with this. So Kamala, she went over to France. And we all know when uh, 
our president gave his speech, his wife gave the big smooch over there to the vice president's husband. Yes. <laughs> well, I think our vice president's still mad at her husband. She left him behind. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was kind of unusual, you know. I mean, yeah, that was. you don't kiss somebody on the lips unless it's your husband or wife. You know, there you go. So I, I, I find that strange, but you know, <laughs> what can I tell you? The can I Bi- leave you with a the, little list? Yeah, the Bidens are strange. Can I leave a little list? Yes. Okay, Soros uh, is supporting DeSantis, your boy, and then uh, so I, I just want you to know that I, I did send you a little picture. Yeah, I saw that before I came on. What was it? Uh, I, I, I think it was oh. Uh, I I don't know which one it was, but it was something. It was a steak. Oh, yes. There it is. Oh, yeah. Nicely grilled there. I told you I only eat with cloth napkins. If you're getting supported by Soros, that's like, you know, that balloon that came down. Yeah. Okay? That's who you picked. Okay? So I'm just going to say this. The U.S. is being systematically being destroyed. How's our food supply? Lousy. <laughs> Infrastructure? Lousy. Family? Uh, not so good. Not doing so. No. Financial systems? No good. Military? Not good. Okay. Religion? Uh, Trying to take it away a little bit? Yeah, right? uh, yeah that's not too good either. Mental health? Really bad. Physical health? Really bad. Sexuality. Really bad. <laughs> Did I miss anything? No, no, you didn't. You, I'll leave you with that, John. You, you gave us the list. Thanks for the call, Craig. 609-407-1450. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. So are you going to try and get me a, a, a yep. meeting? Okay. Mm-hmm. Should I hold my breath? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, what are we going to talk about in the next hour? Well, according to Louisiana Senator John Kennedy, he said, lock your doors. (laughs) Are we being inundated by UFOs? I mean, they're shooting down balloons and other things, and we don't know what they're shooting down, and they're not telling us. The senators were briefed. In a classified briefing the other day. So we'll talk about that. And President Biden said the other day that the U.S. will develop sharper rules to track, monitor, and potentially shoot down unknown aerial objects. What are the sharper rules? That's the question. So that's coming up in the next hour. And, uh, a couple of things, school incidents, and uh, we're going to talk about the casinos in Atlantic City and Governor Murphy and so on and so forth. By the way, what is Go- Governor Murphy doing in Ukraine? What does he, I, I mean, the president and those kind of people should be in the Ukraine for whatever the reason. You know, there's a war going on and they're supporting uh, Vladimir Zelensky. And so uh, th- that's fine. 
But what is the governor of New Jersey doing in Ukraine? And you can best believe that his travel expenses were paid for through our tax dollars. You can bet on that. But why is he there? Well, he's visiting. <laughs> What's he visiting? So I don't, I don't understand. If he wants to go on his own and, and pay for it with his own money, that, that's fine. But, you know, it's, it's always a, uh, it's always a State Department visit that the, the governor is taking. What? You know, so I don't understand that. But we'll talk about that, among other things. And what do you want to talk about? 609-407-1450, our number here in the studio. 609-407-1450. And remember, you can always listen to us on 1450 AM and online at WPGtalkradio.com is the website. It is Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Our number one, rapidly coming to a close. Our number two on the way. And you know what the saying is. Don't go away. We'll, uh, we'll be right back after the news and some, uh, some messages. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Our number two Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Good to have you with us. I'm John DeMassey, of course, as the man said. Hour number two, a lot to talk about. And we got to start with this. I mean, this is what we've been saying for years. Years we've been saying this. The study has found that a lack of trust in the news. Gee, isn't that something? Half of Americans in a recent survey indicated they believe national news organizations intend to mislead, misinform, or persuade the public to adopt a particular point of view through their reporting. Really? Really? This is a Gallup and Knight Foundation survey that goes beyond others that have shown a low level of trust in the media to the point where many believe there is an intent to deceive. No, they they wouldn't do that. Would CNN do that? No. Asked whether they agreed with that statement, 
the national news organizations do not intend to mislead. Now, they said do not intend to mislead. 50%, disagreed. In other words, they think that the news organizations are misleading. Only 25% agreed that, no, they don't try to mislead. Only 23% said the journalists were acting in the public's best interest. So what have we been saying, and I'm sure everybody else on this station is saying, that this is a fact? I mean, you watch CNN, and then you watch Fox, and it's, 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 it's night and day. So news organizations are meant, they're intending to persuade. I mean, when Donald Trump was president, you couldn't get, I'll never forget this. Donald Trump was president and Robert De Niro, the actor, was on CNN. And I will never forget this. He dropped the F-bomb and it somehow slipped through. He said, we got to get him, and you know what he said, out of here. That's all you saw on CNN. And it continued, and it continued, and it's still continuing. Bob is in Cape May. Bob, welcome back to Talk of the Purpose. Hi, John. Look, uh, you know, Governor Murphy, uh, we know what he's doing in in Ukraine. He's he's planning a presidential run, and... You know, if if plugs Biden decides to run, okay, then maybe it's in, in 2028. But the nerve of Murphy, given as horrible as he's been. Yes. Okay, only in New Jersey. I mean, only in New Jersey can you get two characters like Chris Christie and Murphy <laughs> think they're, they're presidential material. Jeez. Uh, you know, and... and New Jersey. Okay, the results of, of Christie and Murphy, the worst <clears throat> balance sheet in the country, highest tax burden in the country. Right. And now Murphy is doubling down. He doubles down on everything. You know, the, the great governor that I'm dealing with, Ron DeSantis, okay, so the people of Florida, we don't want kids being indoctrinated in critical race theory and queer gender theory. Uh, we, we don't, yeah, the vast majority of, of Floridians do not want to, want this shoved down their children's throats. That's right. It's, it's, it's right. Unnatural. That's right. Okay? Yeah. So, so, but, but Murphy's doubling down on it. Yeah. And, and the same goes with, the Green New Deal, he's shoving it down the throats of New Jersey citizens here. He even wants to get rid of natural gas. If, if you read, read into his proposal, yeah, uh, you know, what, what's that going to do? Well, what it's going to do, and Jack Chitterelli needs to put this around the neck of the next Democrat nominee that he's going to run against, what it's going to do is, is just increase the, the cost of living for New Jersey residents unnecessarily, and by a lot. Yeah. 
And we, we'll, we'll be throwing money down the toilet because of these policies that, that Murphy and the Democrats have saddled on us in New Jersey. And, you know, the example uh, that Seth Grossman brings up, the Beasley's Point nuclear plant, well, you know, that, uh, not the nuclear plant, I'm sorry, the electric plant that has been demolished. Well, that's all because of wacko Democrat policies. And we're going to be paying three, four, and four times as much for our electric costs in New Jersey. So, you know, and look, the final point about Murphy, I mean, what a, a, a makeover he's gotten. Uh, he's gotten, I guess he had some plugs installed. Yeah. His hair became blonde. And Andy Cortman, when I made this observation a few years ago, or my friend Andy Cortman said, well, Bob, he still has has teeth that, that you know, are, <laughs> yeah. are just horrible. Yeah. Well, guess what? Now his teeth look good, too. So he, he's really... Uh, he, he's, he's grooming he, himself. Either, <laughs> well, either, either that or he wants to be Mr. America, you know. Uh, uh, you know, I guess maybe there's a beauty contest for grandfathers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> or maybe he's getting a divorce and he's, he's starting... Yeah, he wants to maybe. I, I maybe. don't know. Maybe. Oh, Bob, thanks for the call. Thanks for <laughs> speaking of Murphy. I, I thought this, if you missed this earlier, Craig brought it up. Uh, you can say goodbye to your gas guzzler or whatever you want to call your gas powered vehicle. I guess I'll say goodbye to my gas powered Lexus. New Jersey will require, notice the word require in there, require all cars to be electric by the year 2035. Which, I mean, if you think about it, that's 12 years from now. These bold targets and carefully crafted initiatives signal our unequivocal commitment to swift and concrete climate action today, said Murphy. Oh, the move to acquire all electric cars by 2035 is among some of the most aggressive actions taken to tackle climate change in the nation. And by the way, did he copy someone else? Yes, he did. Governor Gavin Newsom of California officially banned, banned the sale of new gasoline powered cars there in the Golden State by 2035. You see where Murphy got the 2035? He, he wants to be the California East. Oh. Can't take it. John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome back. Well, wait a second. I thought that the uh, governor, our Governor Flash Gordon Murphy, best off the... Uh, that's all steam and gets away from the pressures of governing New Jersey and a $16 million bill in sunny Italy. What happened? <laughs> oh, he has more important things. To, yes, he has more important things to do in the Ukraine. Like what? Yeah. And also, yeah. Uh, with, with the collapse of the Soviet Union, uh, which was December 26, 1991, they took a huge economic hit, man. They, their, their economy disintegrated. So we, sh- we shouldn't have been so surprised that the mighty Russian bear was kind of anemic in his invasion of uh, Ukraine. But he did show that he has hypersonic missile capability. He minus nuclear warheads because he was using them. So it's not right-wing propaganda to tell the world that, yes, Russia and China are in possession of hypersonic missile 
capability. It's nuclear. So that's what we have. That's what we're up against here. Now, the Sentinel would have been put up already. If President Trump had been reelected, we would have the Sentinel. Now, our Minuteman can go 17,000 miles per hour. But the trouble with the uh, the problem, the scary thing about the hypersonic missile is it's not at speed. It's about 4,000 miles per hour, but it's undetectability. And our Sentinel would offset anything that the Ruskies or the communist Chinese have. But it's not to be with this present uh, commander-in-chief. I mean, chief. Uh, that's what's going on in our mama America here. We have we have FBI, which is the FBI is supposed to be concerned with what goes on within America. But there's there's 27 FBI uh, agencies across the world. What are they doing? The CIA is supposed to be dealing with uh, outside of our country, but now instead they're they're you know they're keeping a record of everything that we do and say. So yeah, big brothers rising right before our eyes, and the golden phoenix that will rise will not be a new America. America will be destroyed. So we got, we need to wake up and smell the coffee brewing. Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling back, John. Matt and AC. Matt, good morning. Welcome back to Talk of the Purpose. Coach, yeah. All right. I gotta I gotta say this to you. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on you and Bob for a little bit here. I hope okay. you don't mind. Okay. Your Eagles, now you know I'm a Giants fan. You know this. Yes, I know. <laughs> and you whooped and you whooped us. Yeah. We took the leg man. We went to the golfing range and we, uh, you know, went back to our families and we took the leg men. Look, the officiating didn't lose that game. The coaches for the Eagles lost the game. Yes. And your defense let you down. Yes. Big time. Yes. I agree. Okay. I agree. I agree. Do you understand? Yes. Do you understand that every single time that Kansas City touched the ball in the second half, they scored either three or seven? That's you right. Understand that? That's oh, I understand. Yeah, I, I saw the game. Your defense fell apart. Yes. Look, there was a pass in the right flat. Now I was at my neighbor's house. He's got a ninety-inch one of them curved ninety-inch TVs. Ninety-inch yeah. TV. Yeah. Wow, that's a, that's a nice see, TV. That's a very nice TV. And he, I, I didn't see a green jersey. The pass in the right flat, and he walked in. He could have crawled in. I, he could have ate lunch out there. Yeah, oh, and he walked I, in the end zone. I, I said the and same there thing. Was another, there, was an, there was another one to the left side, the same way, same play, but to the left instead of the right. Listen, John, with my decrepit knees and my construction-ridden decrepit knees and decrepit hip, with my work boots on, I could have scored that. Yeah, yeah. I could have scored that. Uh, yeah, so yeah. So don't, don't talk about calls. Don't talk about not. Look, there was a play in the game where Goddard, the Eagles tight end was clearly bobbling the ball and he went out of bounds and they gave him the catch, 28 yeah. yard catch. Yeah. So there's plays one with the other. Don't talk about the referees. Stop it. I know your Eagles fans are passionate, but look, your defense lost the game for you. Absolutely. Absolutely right. And the defensive coach who got a head coaching job, good riddance. Good riddance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kansas City scored the ball every time they touched that's it right. in the second half. Yep, that's, so that's just true. Think about that. That's true. And and I that's pointed out, line. I pointed out to somebody else 
who they did not talk about this at all. Two years ago, Tampa Bay's defense held Patrick Mahomes to nine points. So, you know, somebody did a good job, <laughs> but it wasn't us. Right. Hey, look, man, that's sports. I'm not yeah. cutting, cutting. The Eagles are going to be good for years. They got they got the nuclear yeah. in there. Yeah, they, they do. They they do. They do. Really, yeah. But, uh, but uh, don't don't no I I don't blame the ref, no I, I hey look we're venting now but I I just right. of all the of all the guys to lose to to me losing to Andy Reid when he he lost all the big games here when he was coach here and he goes over there and he wins two Super Bowls so that that bothered me a lot uh, thanks yeah, he's a good coach yeah thanks for the call Matt. Yeah, he's a good coach, but rubs me the wrong way. Talk with the purposes of the show. Uh, you don't mind uh, indulging us in Super Bowl talk because it was a, it was a tough one. 609-407-1450. We get back to the issues at hand here. Uh, we're, we're talking about uh, Governor Murphy and uh, Seth talked about the uh, pilot bill. And about the lawsuit, and we'll talk about that as well. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty, and and we also are going to talk about these uh, UFOs and shooting down these objects. Which, <laughs> what are they? We don't know. Well, the spy balloon, we know about that, but everything else. <laughs> Senator John Kennedy said, "Lock your doors," and they were at a briefing, and it was classified, and you're led to believe that. Something is going on. So we'll talk about that as well. 609-407-1450. I'm going to give away a pair of tickets. And I ask that if you answer this trivia question for the prize, two tickets to Seth Grossman's annual breakfast, I guess, lunch, brunch, whatever. It features Trevor Loudon as the speaker. And it is a very good event. And I'm sure you'll want to go. I can't go, so you'll go for me. Uh, we're giving away two tickets, and you know we're 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 paying for it. Uh, no problem with that. Uh, the tickets are worth seventy five each. If you can't go, then please don't answer the question. But if you can go, sure, feel free to answer it. We're going to give you one of the easiest questions ever that this show has had, and I'm sure the first call will get it. We want to know what president said the following. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down those walls. Who said that? Oh, it's an easy one. That's that. I mean, it's too easy. 609-407-1450 is the number. 609-407-1450. Talk with a purpose here. Every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We will get back to more of Talk with a Purpose in just a moment. But first, we are going to talk about the finest automobile on the market today, and that is Lexus, courtesy of Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Lexus of Atlantic City, of course, and you've heard me talk about this since the show began, and that's because that's the only car I've driven since 2007. So it's it's really the finest automobile on the market. I mean... The ride is great. 
the repairs. I mean, there are no repairs. <laughs> there are no repairs. I mean, you, you, you got tires, you got brakes, you got the normal wear and tear uh, of the car. But as far as major, major things, well, it doesn't happen. It, it just doesn't happen. So you can check it out for yourself or test drive as many as you like. Stop in. Say hello to Helen or any of the fine staff at Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT, and they'll be happy to kind of walk you through the process. And when it comes to buying a car, don't you hate when you go into other dealerships that you're there for? I mean, my niece went to buy a car, and she was there. I'll tell you how long she was there. They bought her lunch. (laughs) She was there at 10 o'clock. They bought her lunch, and then... Do you want to stay for dinner? I mean, it was like she got out finally at 3.30. So, you know, it, it's that kind of thing. It doesn't happen there. It doesn't happen at Lexus of Atlantic City. 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Online at aclexus.com, aclexus.com. And you check out all of the vehicles that they have on display, whether it's new or pre-owned or the L-certified pre-owned. You check them all out. Lexus of Atlantic City. Online at aclexus.com. We're coming back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. I'm Seth Grossman for LibertyAndProsperity.com. Nine years ago, South Jersey Gas Company had a great idea. They wanted to build a natural gas pipeline between Millville and the electric power plant near Milepost 28 of the Garden State Parkway. It would have been underground along Route 49, an existing paved road. It would have brought cheap, clean, and abundant natural gas from Pennsylvania to the power plant and to local homes and businesses. Woke Democrats used one blatant lie after another to block it. They falsely claimed the pipeline would cause forest fires and poison water in the Pinelands. Every Stockton professor and high school science teacher knew these were lies, but they all kept quiet. Now the power plant is gone. We'll soon have blackouts and big hikes in gas and electric bills. Learn more at libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people. Join our weekly breakfast. Donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. Libertyandprosperity.com. Thanks. We are back here on Talk With a Purpose. You want to listen to any of our shows at any time. What you do is you Google John DeMassey Podcasts. That's it. And all of the shows come up. Some 170 plus, 100, I don't know what the number is, but you Google it and you can listen to any of the shows at any time. It's it's our way of saying it's on demand. <laughs> John DeMassey podcasts, Google it and they all come up. Talk with the purpose is the show Saturdays 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Is that Rob? Rob and Absekin. Rob, good morning. Welcome to Talk with the Purpose. Yes. Good morning, John. How are you? Good. You got um, it. You know what? I was just getting in my car, and I heard you say, "If you can't go to the show, um, you know, don't take the ticket." So, um, would you repeat when the show was in the show? Uh, next Saturday, nine thirty. Uh, I think nine thirty or ten o'clock. Uh, next Saturday, uh-huh. it's uh, ten to twelve. Uh, Seth is going to have a, a speaker, and it's going to be a brunch. And uh, it's really a nice event. You, you, you'll want to attend if you oh, can. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I would be able to go. My wife would be interested in Okay, that okay. Uh, and if you certainly, you're not obligated, but you can, if you like it, you can join. That's pretty simple. 
So well, right, I know they're at the Shore Diner. Yes, uh, no, it's no, it's not. It's at Sal's Coal Fire Pizza. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> it's on the on Shore Road in Summers Point. Okay. Um, I mean, uh, uh, New Road, New Road in Summers Point. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm getting my roads mixed up. Okay, yeah, sure. what's the uh, answer to the question? Well, it's Ronald Reagan. That's of course who it is, Ronald Reagan, sure. without question. <laughs> oh, don't you wish he was president again? <laughs> Especially now. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of do. <laughs> I kind of wish Trump was president. I, I kind of think that. He's not going to get elected if he's the nominee, so yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he is either. Yeah. I, I don't think he'll get elected either. And, and, and that's why I've been uh, pushing for DeSantis. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, what we're going to do, Bob, is we'll, uh, we're going to put you on hold and just give us your uh, name, address, and uh, email, and Seth will have uh, your name on the list, okay? He's on hold. Okay. 609-407-1450 is the number. 609-407-1450. Uh, a couple of things here. Uh, you know, this, this casino pilot bill. Uh, did you notice the other day it was uh, noted in the press, casinos have uh, 200, I think it was 221 million they won in January. In January. Two hundred twenty-one million. Now, of course, they're going to cry and say, "Oh, we've got expenses, and we got." Okay, listen. What business out there took in two hundred twenty-one million in January? All right, let's say that. Uh, Governor Murphy said this month that he will this he will make sure he will make certain that the Atlantic City casinos pay their fair share in taxes. Now, we made this comment uh, as, of course, he's continuing the court fight to uphold the 2021 law that cut the industry's local tax burden by millions. Uh, yes, two, 221. They grossed 221 in January. I think they can pay their fair share. Uh, Murphy's comments came. Now, he does a, a radio show on... Um, WNYC in New York. It's a public radio station, and it's called Ask the Governor. And he was asked by a senior reporter, her name is Nancy Solomon, how the new pilot fit into his vision of a stronger and fairer economy. Typical Murphy. Remember when he said to Tucker Carlson that uh, that's above my pay grade? Well, he did a similar thing here. He said, he didn't, he didn't have the math at hand, but we will make sure as a state that the casinos pay their fair share. <laughs> well, then why fight the lawsuit that uh, Seth Grossman has filed? Why fight it? And why fight the appeal if you want them to pay their fair share? Because they're not. Because, you know, you, you exempted... Internet and and uh, gambling, it's it's just ridiculous. You know, saying, oh, well, we got to pay those other vendors. Well, every business has that. So I, I don't know what Murphy's thinking. Oh, he's thinking Ukraine now. <laughs> he's, 
<laughs> oh, I tell you, it's it's it, it's it's really something. It's really something. Speaking of Atlantic City, um, this thing with the casinos and the smoking ban. You know, for many years, I did a weekly health show, and I still do a weekly health show. And it it just amazes me that every doctor that I had on that show, whether it was an, an eye doctor, uh, a foot doctor, any kind of doctor, every one of them said, that smoking is the worst thing you can do for yourself. You will cut your life expectancy down by several years when you smoke. So the casinos now are they're pushing, the dealers and others are pushing for a smoking ban throughout the casinos. Right now, it's 25% of the casino floor has smoking available. But the measure was written specifically, and this goes to the 2006 indoor smoking ban, and this was written specifically then to exempt casinos from banning smoking. So now they want to push this thing and... You know, it, it's really, it's really in the hands of uh, the legislature. But the the dealers and and the casino workers are pushing for this. And I want to, I I want to say, what do you think? Do you think that this should be a ban on smoking throughout, and just eliminate smoking in the casinos? Because I'll tell you. When I'm in that, I don't go to casinos often, but when I'm in the area where they're smoking, oh my God, it really, it really hits you. A non-smoker, it, it really hits people. It really does. And, and I'm just telling you from, uh, from a standpoint of having hosted a, a, a medical show that it just told me, Hey, if I was thinking of smoking, <laughs> I'm going to stop right now. So, I, I this this just it just has to has to stop. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty is the number. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. Talk with a purpose every Saturday nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. Andy's in Brigantine. Andy, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Hey John, how you so, doing? Um, you talk about you talk about uh, well. <laughs> As well as could be expected, I guess, under the circumstances. So um, we talk about this fairness. And this this was something that really started getting talked about during the Obama regime. You know, people paying their fair share. Now, do you know that 1% of the population pays 60 to 70% of all of the federal income taxes in this country? No, I didn't know that. 1%. Wow. Whoa. The, the one the one one percent pays sixty to seventy percent of all of the federal income taxes in this country. Now, the the bottom fifty percent, so half the wage earners in this country, half the country pays zero federal income taxes, and you can look this up. 
So at what point is fairness, they say that the rich don't pay their fair share. Well, when 1% of the population is paying 60 to 70% of all federal income taxes, how is that fair? It isn't. Now, uh, the, the word, you know how Democrats like to redefine words, so fairness. I'm going to remind you of a um, an interview that Charlie Gibson from ABC News did with Barack Hussein Obama. And Obama was talking about all this fair share nonsense. Okay. It is a fact that whenever taxes get raised, the Treasury brings in less money than it does when taxes are lower. Now, you would think, well, that doesn't make sense. If taxes are higher, wouldn't the Treasury bring in more money? No, because what happens when taxes are high? Now, there's, there's a point where taxes are fair, and then there's a point where they are confiscatory, where they are punitive. And it, it is at that point that the population says, you know what, I'm tired of this. And they find creative ways to avoid or evade taxes. They put them in offshore accounts, et cetera. Okay? Right. When taxes are when taxes are fair, people are less apt to try to cheat. So they just pay it, right? Yes. But when taxes are confiscatory, when taxes are confiscatory, people are more likely to cheat. They're more likely to find ways to avoid taxes. Right. So the so the government and, and Kennedy proved this. Kennedy proved this back in the early 60s when he dropped. I think that the tax rate for the highest earners was at 90 percent at that time. And I think Kennedy dropped it down to like 60 or whatever. But it it was it was a precipitous drop. And, and the government took in record. The Treasury took in record amount of money. OK, so Charlie Gibson brought this up to Obama. He said, you know, when. When taxes are high, the Treasury brings in less money. And when taxes are low, the Treasury brings in more money. And Obama agreed with that. He accepted that. So Charlie Gibson said, well, then, Mr. President, then why would you do it? Why would you raise taxes? And his answer, his exact words were, it's about fairness, Charlie. So in other words, in Obama, in his mind, in the mind of the left, Fairness isn't really about fairness. Fairness is about showing the poor people that we're going to stick it to the rich people. That's <laughs> fairness. So, it's, so it's it's all out of spite. Even though the government will take in less money, we're showing the poor, we're showing the the, the, the people who make less money that we're sticking it to the rich guy, and that's fairness in their mind. Yeah, and that's yeah. why this crap goes on now. Now the casinos, obviously should be paying their fair share. They sure, here's sure the should. Problem. Like when, so, so, John, let's say, you know, you have a business. Okay. If you have 100 employees and the government raises your federal taxes by 10 or 20%, whatever it is, okay, so you have a choice now because now they're cutting into your revenue, they're cutting into your profits. What do you do? You, you raise the prices of your goods and services to make up for the money, the government, the extra money the government's taking from you. Right. This is why they say that corporations don't pay taxes. Now, there's a point where you can't raise your prices anymore 
because then no one will buy your product or your service. It'll That's be right. too expensive. That's right. So then, so then you're left, you're left with a choice. You can fire some employees and then, and then recoup that money. So now you're going to have less employees working harder so that you can say you, you save that money. Whenever the cost of business goes up, you have to cut your expenses. So you'll cut employees or you'll, or you'll make everybody part-time so that you don't have to pay health benefits. Okay. Or in some cases, you'll simply just say, you know what? It's too expensive for me to do business anymore. I'm just going to close. I'm going out of business. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what happens. So, so corporations don't pay taxes. They pass it on. Uh, so this nonsense about, yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted this, to this ask thing you about making, go ahead, John. I wanted to ask you, what did you think of the black national anthem? What was your what was well, your thoughts? So here, okay, so so here's my here's my take on it. Uh, the very people like Joe Biden who say they want to unite the country have broken the entire population down into segments. Yes, you're gay, you're straight, you're black, you're white, you're male, you're female, you're rich, you're poor, you're religious, you're an agnostic or an atheist. So when you when you have there's we have one country. Yes. We have a national anthem. Yes. If you don't, if you if you want to have your own national anthem, then you should leave the country immediately and start a new country and have your own national anthem. That's right. That's that, right. That, that, that's my take on it. Yes, that's what, now, that, that's what I thought. You, since, that's, that's what I thought. Too. Since you brought this up, John, since you brought up this thing about the national anthem. So I, I this this was not reported, um, but this week Joe Biden signed an executive order. Okay, there was you know how whenever there's an executive order, you see Biden sitting there signing it, and they give out pens and everything to everybody. Yeah. They have the cameras in yes. there. They show. Okay, so this this one was done under the cover of darkness. It was an executive order. There were no cameras around. There was no signing ceremony. There was none of the usual pomp and circumstances. And the new executive order was basically Joe Biden um, normalizing and, 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 and federalizing and legalizing and sanctioning government-sanctioned racism throughout the federal government. So it's all about diversity and equity, okay? And, you know, black businesses or or, or uh, they use the word underserved communities now. So if you have a business and the guy next, like you, you're a white man, you have a business, and the guy in the next building is black and he has a business, he'll get government money, but you won't simply because of the color of his skin. So, so, so Joe Biden is is now sanctioning racism in throughout the federal government. Now, here's how the Democrats define diversity. Diversity means everyone but white men. Now, if you happen to be a white man and you're gay, you'll be included in the diversity. But if you're a straight white man, you will not be included in the diversity. Um, equity. Here's what equity means. Equity means you have two guys. One guy works his ass off, makes something of himself and becomes successful. The other guy sits around on his ass all day and does nothing. So the government will take the money from the guy who worked his ass off and give it to the guy who sat on his ass 
so that they each have an equal outcome, even though they both put forth a different amount of effort. So one guy put forth no effort. One guy worked his rear end off. But in the spirit of equity, both will get the same because they'll take from one and give to the other. Yeah. And that's that's yeah. how they define equity. That's the redistribution of wealth, the way Barack Obama saw it. Taking from those who have and giving it to those who they deem more worthy of having the, the fruits of that labor. Okay. This is this is their thing. So okay. now we have government sanctioned racism. OK, Andy, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. A lot of good points in that. Well, we are coming up on a break. John, Ben, Willie, and Tom, all in a row after the break. Talk with a purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. More show after these words. The market is up. The market is down. I know from day to day, there's a fair amount of volatility. You worry, I worry. We all worry, but not so much when you have a sound financial plan that doesn't depend completely on the market. Hi, I'm Joe Yakovich with this Money Minute. You'll find some real insights in my new book, The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In this book, I explain in detail how I approach financial planning, retirement, insurance, and many other topics. For a free copy of my book, The Heart of Your Money, simply contact my office at 856-751-1771. That's 856-751-1771. Or you can email me at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. I'm Joe Yakovich with This Money Minute, and thanks for listening. Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from B.F. Mazio, but didn't know it. That's because B.F. Mazio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call B.F. Mazio's wholesale division at 609-641-6608. That's 609-641-6608. And don't forget B.F. Mazio at 601 New Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Breezy cooler with plenty of sun for the rest of the afternoon. The high 45. Partly cloudy tonight, low 29. Not as cool tomorrow. Clouds and sunshine. Actually, the best day of the weekend. Enjoy it. High 55. A stray shower in the evening tomorrow night. Otherwise cloudy, low 44. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose. Again, if you want to email me during the week, jdadv1 at comcast.net. jdadv1 at comcast.net. And, of course, you can like us on Facebook at Talk With a Purpose. At Talk With a Purpose is our Facebook address. And it is Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. John is in AC. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Good morning, John. It's another great day here in Lower Chelsea, Atlantic City. I'm going to make that distinction if you didn't mind. Okay. <laughs> sure. If you, if you know what I'm saying. I know what you're anyway, saying. I just put on my okay, I just put on my tinfoil hat and I'd like to share a conspiracy theory with you if that's allowable. Uh, sure. Because most of the conspiracy theories come true. But a couple of weeks ago, Specifically, this is in regards to the whales and the wind turbines and Governor Phil Murphy. But Governor Phil Murphy used to work for a company called Goldman Sachs. Oh, yeah. Correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
so may I, may I, I think it's right out of a page, right out, right out of the book that's been read and taken advantage of by the Pelosi family. You might be familiar with them. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Golden, Goldman, Goldman Sachs, this is on February 7th, Orsted, Goldman Sachs raises its recommendation to buy. Wow. Goldman Sachs analyst, the analyst Alberto Gandolfi upgrades his rating on Orsted from neutral to buy. And of course, if I'm not mistaken, Goldman Sachs has a fair amount of influence or financial uh, risk with these wind turbines. And I, my guess, I'm a conspiracy theorist. Keep in mind, I have my tinfoil hat on. I believe when they saw the people at Goldman Sachs and the investors in Goldman Sachs, when they saw that Governor Murphy, a former employee of Goldman Sachs, when they saw that he was ignoring dead whales and he was doubling down on building over 100 wind turbines miles off our coast, that's when they say, all right, everybody, we're good to go, because it seems as if Murphy is not being held back, no matter how many dead whales wash up on shore. And I believe that is why people are going to start investing in that fund called Orsted uh, that's being sold by Goldman Sachs. Wow. You know, Orsted stands to make billions on this. I mean, r really. I mean, they're, they're going to make a lot of money. And you notice they're at every meeting. And this thing is going to get pushed through. I, I really believe it. I, I don't. I don't think it matters how many dead whales we find. I, I really don't. And now and that you, you know, now that you tell me that, that even makes me feel like more that that these things are are going to be ignored, and they're going to build these these windmills. They're, they're just going to do it. That's that's plain and simple. It's very simple. We just have to follow the money. And That's really, right. this has not gotten much has not gotten much play in the local media. But wherever you see a lot of money going towards, whether it's the pandemic or whether it's wind turbines, follow the money. And Goldman Sachs, you've got to imagine that Phil Murphy is helping out his buddies. Oh yeah, at a place where he used to work. That's right. That's right. And he made a lot of money himself. I mean, <laughs> you, you don't you don't accrue a wealth of sixty million dollars <laughs> by by digging ditches. So <laughs> he uh, he did very well at Goldman Sachs. John, thanks a lot for the call. Good information there. Thanks, appreciate that. And we will keep that in mind in the future. Ben and Galloway. Ben, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Morning, John. Hey, listen, your last two callers were spot on. Yes. And I want to make a comment about Andy's. Um, I understand the taxes and where he's coming from. I hope that is correct, what he said about 1% of uh, people pay 60% of the taxes. This is, why, this is why I think a lot of us would like to go to a straight, flat tax, 5%, 6%. Keep it at that, and I think more people will pay their taxes. I think businesses will pay the taxes. Bigger corporations will do that. A flat tax, and I think the government will have more money than they know what to do with. That's right. Um, second of all, second of all, the wind turbines that they're looking to put offshore, I have read that New Jersey does not get any of that power. It goes straight to New York. I oh. of us. I don't know how, but they said we're not getting any of it. It's going to New York. Oh, boy. I... And my third comment was with the gas thing with Murphy. Listen, I own two cars. I'm a hot rod guy. I'm a muscle guy. They have no idea what kind of protest we're going to have if it's if I can't drive my hot rod or my antique cars. I mean, 
they have no idea what's going to happen to this country if they think that they can pull this off. All right, John, that's for you. I'm going. Okay, thanks for the call. Well, I, I was wondering that. How could you ban gas-powered vehicles? I mean, what does that say? And do you know how many charging stations there would have to be? I mean, remember those gas lines in the 70s and 80s? Talk about lines. <laughs> I mean, how could we power all these vehicles? I, 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 I would think that the electric companies are going to raise the rates. So I don't think they should ban. I mean, we should have a choice. You want the gas-powered vehicles? You want the electric vehicles? That's fine. But to say, and Gavin Newsom, no more gas-powered vehicles by 2035. I mean, that's not freedom. So I, I, I just don't understand that. And I, I agree with the, with the last caller. There's going to be a backlash like you wouldn't believe. So we'll see. Talk with the purpose is the show. Saturdays 9 till noon. We have Willie and we have Tom. We'll talk to after the break and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450. That's our number here in the studio. I'm John DeMassey. More talk with a purpose after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at Yakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. Back here on Talk of the Purpose, 609-407-1450, our number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. Let's talk to Willie in AC. Willie, good morning. You're on Talk of the Purpose. Uh, no malice. Uh, I would like to say, uh, speaking um, uh, independent of travel throughout many places in the world, England, Germany, Greece, born and raised in Alabama, Selma, and that... Uh, um, uh, far as I'm concerned, uh, we as black folks saying what we want to when we want to, and we don't need no one to tell us what to sing. Yes, I have that national anthem and in my briefcase, and I brought up in school, and I'm saying before the British were singing national anthem, 
we as blacks were singing the national anthem. And most things have been stolen from us. And I'm speaking of fact. I don't care nothing about no emotion, partisan politics, human philosophy. None of that really matters to me what I've seen. And so far as spending, I'm speaking now, seven, eight years old, from time born raised in Alabama. This is all BS. Loans, uh, anti-discrimination laws. It's philosophy. It is fear. People are not open. I call the attorney general office, governor office. Same BS if you're not catering to them. It's a common donkey thief on the street. So all this thing about he's speaking nice, he's such great, baloney. And I'm not saying everybody that speaks great is nice is bad. No, but that is the norm. And all you have to do is move forward and with the real spirit and do what you're supposed to do, each individual, and be satisfied with that, that you can improve it, improve that. So you speak of other groups singing all nationality. We can hold out on African America anywhere. National Anthem, and that, but we have all races. All this you hear about, uh, you have Italian, you have Puerto Rican, you have Greek, all that. I, in class and history, it was just black and white. I'm still here, you still here. What happens in the heads of people here in Atlantic County? I know what I seen, what we did, and I'll say this. Say it loud. I'm black and proud. Have a good day. Bye. All right, Willie. All right, thanks for the call. Uh, and Willie brought up something there uh, that uh, I just wanted to comment on briefly, that he was talking about uh, stealing a lot of the songs that uh, black artists wrote, and particularly Elvis did that. Um, whether he stole them or gave credit or not, I don't know. But uh, a lot of the music that Elvis sang was written by black artists and uh, th that was a, a contention in the uh, 50s and 60s and they kind of swept that under the rug so uh, some things were done then and was not right but we got to be one and that's that's what i was saying earlier tom is in pleasantville tom good morning welcome to talk with a purpose good morning john how are you this morning i'm good thanks um, yeah, I'm, I'm calling the vent, uh, a little bit here. Our, I, I think our government is trying to, um, I don't, it, just pushing regular folks to see how much they can take. They're pushing us to the limit, you know, as far as, you know, let, let's see what we can do. Let's see how far we can push them. So this morning I read and Biden had this speech yesterday, um, that, uh, we're going to start paying pensions for ukrainians oh god they're running out of money and they need to help with their pensions why are we paying pensions you could google it. anybody listen to me just google it. it was in a speech yesterday it's phenomenal it's oh phenomenal. my god uh, that that uh, do you so, believe i mean so, that's ridiculous know, uh, yeah that's ridiculous yeah i mean I, I just think they're just trying to see how much the american citizen is going to take I, you know, I'm not surprised about the Biden administration. I mean, he's in Ukraine's pocket and he has been for years. So, I mean, yeah. what's, what's the difference here? 
I mean, do you believe that we don't have pensions here in this country for our workers? Look at what's going on in Ohio, John. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, what are we spending our money on? How much How much money? How far is it in, in the pockets? going on in Ohio, John. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's it, it it's it's just I, John, John, I, uh, people, regular people, I, I don't know why we become sheep so much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, like, and, and because we're afraid to stand up because oh, uh somebody's going to narc on you, going oh, this guy's going to be this, he's he's that. I I John, I I don't know what it's going to take. I wish I had a freaking answer. Yeah, well, it takes shows like this to, to kind of bring it out. But what do we do beyond that? And that's the question. I mean, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I could call Jeff Andrew and and say, hey, Jeff, what's this about us paying pensions? I, I like Jeff. You know, yeah. I mean, do I call our two senators? I mean, are they going to take my call? Or do they even care? Well, they, they them they forget them. <laughs> I'd call Jeff Van Drew. We're, yeah. we're, we're just, we're just, yeah. we're just small pieces in this giant freaking game, and I don't like it anymore. Yeah, I, I like how we're being misused. I, anyway, I don't like it either. About your day. I don't like it yeah. either. Thanks for the call, Tom. Yeah, I, I mean, how much can we take? Now that's something I didn't know. Pensions, pensions to Ukraine, when eighty some percent of the population in this country does not get a pension? And how do I know that? <laughs> well, listen, we have Joe Yakovich on this show twice a month. And what does he say? 17% or less get a pension. You work for the government, you work for the state, you get a pension. Everybody else, free for all. But yet we're sending money to Ukraine for their pensions? Boy, oh boy. The more I do this show, the more I get angry. I mean, I just, I find out things that I didn't know about in addition to what I do know about. It, it's it's unbelievable. But coming up in hour number three, uh, a couple of things with schools in this country. And uh, one of them is is kind of uh, disturbing. And one of them is not so disturbing, but it, it goes to show uh, the black-white thing and how out of, out of whack it is. So we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about other things, whatever, whatever you want to talk about on the table. It's here. Uh, talk with the purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5, also heard on 1450 AM, and also heard online at WPGTalkRadio.com. We have a lot to talk about in the next hour, and uh, we hope that you will join us, whether on the phone or just listening to the show. And we'll, boy, we'll talk about everything, including things I don't know about <laughs> in hour number three. As we say, hour number two in the books, hour number three on the way. Don't go away.
95.5 FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City. WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Hour number three, Talk with a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. John DeMassey here. Good to have you with us for another hour of this edition of Talk with a Purpose. And again, the number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. We start the hour with wide open lines so you can get in here quickly. No waiting. As in, I went to the, the eye doctor the other day. I had a 1045 appointment and I got out of there at 1245. And I said, I didn't, I didn't want to spend my life in the doctor's office, but I did. <laughs> no waiting here on Talk With a Purpose, 609-407-1450. Um, I started this show by talking about the, the Black National Anthem and how we, uh, you know, how we are one country. And... This goes to show you, and I was talking about, you know, the Black National Anthem. And, for example, if Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the National Football League, said, I don't want the Black National Anthem played at the Super Bowl because we are one country and we have a national anthem. Suppose he would have said that. Can you imagine every black organization in in creation, would have come down on him and said, racist, racist, racist. But that's not what he would. In other words, I'm, I'm acting as the commissioner. And I'm saying, this is, this is not right. Well, in Alexandria, Virginia, a mother released a video of her 12-year-old son being strangled by a girl twice his size. And I I saw the video. I think it was Kevin that sent me this. And the boy is white. And, of course, the girl is black. In a one-minute video, the girl could be seen smacking her son and grabbing him by the mouth. Seconds later, the girl appeared to be choking him against the seat. The mother pressed charges and had a judge grant a protective order against the girl earlier this month. What do you think the school did? Suspended the girl for a couple of days. And the mother said, and the judge said, was it, is that, I mean, is that all there is? And the school said, we have protocols we have to follow and execute punishment according to the school's code of conduct. Now, if it were the other way around, if the white kid was choking the black girl, he would have been expelled. Don't you agree? So you see, this double standard 
it, it's it's what I what I was trying to point out earlier, where one where one people, and we shouldn't favor one versus the other, because you know this school was saying, well, if we if we expel this girl, she's black, we're going to be called racist. This has got to stop. Everything is racist. The girl tried to choke the boy. It is a girl trying to choke a boy. That's it. And that girl should be punished. I think she should be kicked out of school and sent to a a school for uh, behavioral issues. But you know, we we just we just continue this path and I got another story to tell you a story that's more locally based, but this was in Alexandria, Virginia. Bob is in Cape May or Florida or somewhere. He's he's out there in the world. <laughs> hey, hey, John. Now I'm in surf soda, John. Oh, uh, yeah, you're anyway, lucky. You're lucky. Sorry. Sorry about that. But hey, look, uh, <clears throat> this couple this week what, what's happened and it's it's happened in the last few weeks here you know our governor Ron DeSantis has been this guilt by association okay so George Soros he's not courting George Soros's support and I'm sorry Craig you know I mean George George Soros he wants to see the Republican nominee, whoever it is, get crushed and George Soros is hoping for a slug out fight between between Ron DeSantis and President Trump, and then President Trump starts a third party, and that guarantees a Democrat landslide. That's right. Now, I don't think Ron DeSantis is 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 supported by Soros. I mean, Soros stands for everything that Governor DeSantis is against: critical race theory, queer theory, prosecutors giving criminals carte blanche to do whatever they want. Well, in Florida, that doesn't happen. George Soros, his ideology, just like DeSantis says, Florida is where woke goes to die. That's right. George Soros' ideas die in Florida. Okay. So, you know, this this idea that DeSantis is... is Somehow, oh, there's another one that, that went, was was brought up that Jeb Bush was at DeSantis's inauguration, so therefore, you know, DeSantis is a rhino. DeSantis is the secret candidate for the Republican establishment. Well, in Florida, it is traditional that that past governors go to the inauguration. You know, again, what's DeSantis supposed to do? Is yeah. he supposed to say, hey, Jeb Bush, you can't come here. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and have you noticed now, Bob, I don't know if you read the Philadelphia Inquirer, but uh, I think there's at least a column a week from the liberals bashing DeSantis. He is a bully. He is this. He is that. And so I'm starting to think that the DeSantis candidacy is getting traction because they're really putting him down. Have you noticed that? Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, the New York Times last year published an editorial 
believe it or not, the New York Times praising Trump, that Trump at least had a sense of humor, that DeSantis was much more effective and knew how to use the levers of government for his agenda, meaning he's a more effective conservative. So they were bashing DeSantis, praising Trump, okay? And same with with George Soros's article that, that Craig referred to uh, this last week. You know, Soros said that, that DeSantis is ruth, ruthless and ambitious. Well, you know what? In terms of implementing the conservative agenda that's going to save this country, yes, that's what we want. That's right. We, you know, look. Let, let's face it here. I love President Trump. I, I will support and vote for him if he's a nominee, but. In his first term, he appointed backstabbers to huge, huge positions yes. in his cabinet. Yes, he it did. It made no sense. Yeah. I mean, people that, that were, were warmongers, that were, were neocons, that wanted to fight every, every foreign war, make, make the, uh, uh, the, <clears throat> the uh, U.S. Army, the policemen of the world. That's not what Trump stood for. No. And, no. And, and he also appointed people that were dead set against putting, making a wall. Uh, you know, I can go on and on. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, his he his did, appointments were he, terrible. He didn't vet his, his appointments as he should have. I think he just thought, hey, they're for me, and I'm going to put them in there. And, and I don't think he really took the time to vet them as he should have. So that really contributed uh, to a lot of his problems in the administration. So uh, I agree with you. Uh, I don't. I don't think he did did a good job there. But I don't think he can win this time. I really don't. Uh, I mean, uh, well, look. The, the, there was a recent poll that, that really trashed Biden. That you know, the huge majority of the American people think Biden's too old. He's too feeble. Yes, I saw and, that. Yeah, and just based. Just based on, look, I know President Trump is energetic. He's got a great, sharp mind. But, man, when, when you have you have a, a choice between somebody that's 44 and somebody that's 78. Yeah, you know, that's, that's and, true. That's true. And, you know? Yeah. And, and, and uh, you know, it, it, it's pretty obvious. Uh, you know, the, 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 the problem, look, Soros is very, he is correct. A third party, if Trump, yes, if he if Trump he, goes he, with a third party, yeah. it's lights out yeah. for our movement. Yep. It's lights out. That's right. So, you know, so uh, I, you know, I, 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 I hope that, not. I hope it doesn't go problem. that way. Yeah, I hope. Bob, thanks for the call. Yeah, I hope it doesn't go that way. And speaking of age, and I mean, I myself. 72 years old and about to be 73 next month. You believe that? <laughs> wow. But there's things that I did in my 40s and 50s that I can't do anymore because it's just not in my nature and I don't have the energy. I can do this show and that's certainly easy to do because I sit here and talk for three hours. <laughs> but, you know, there are things that a 45-year-old can do that a 75 or 76 or forget Biden, 80, and he'll be 82 at the end of the term. And he's thinking of running again? No way. No way. 
So, you know, that's my perspective on age. I mean, there's things I can do. Certainly, but certain things like that, being president of the United States, I mean, once you get past 75, it's that's it, you know. Ronald Reagan did it, but in the end, he probably had a little bit of Alzheimer's. John is in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome back. Well, thank you very much. Now, George Soros uh, saying that uh, Ron DeSantis is, is uh, just absolutely, has, he's, he's a madman, right? He's uh, ruthlessly uh, ambitious, yeah? Well, George Soros actually denied his Hungarian Jewish identity and, and turned uh, Hungarian citizens of Jewish, of Jewish extraction over to the Nazis. That really happened. But it's we live in a bizarro, brave new world of COVID-1984. What are you going to do? But uh, actually, NATO's operative in the West, the EU's operative in the West. Now, Biden's left holding the bag regarding those uh, Nord Stream, three of the four Nord Stream uh, pipelines being blown up. Actually, it's the West that's behind, and the West is an institution. Japan's the West, even though it's Eastern in culture. So actually, that, that brand new spanking of Phoenix birds is going to rise up out of the edge. Like I mentioned, it, there's proof in the pudding. I mean, we have 27 FBI agencies out across the world. They're supposed to be operative only here in America. The CIA is supposed to be operative outside of America, but they're actually, you know, persecuting regular American people. And that's what they're doing. They're persecuting conservative people. We're on the uh, S list, S-H-I-T list. Anyway, all that that's going on, and then spend as much money as possible. Pay for the uh, pensions of people in a foreign country. Our, our founders will never have put up with that. So you see, there is a destruction going on, and they had correct. I mentioned that it's multifaceted, multidimensional. It covers everything: it covers sexuality, it covers religion, it covers governance, everything. Our country's being dismantled from within. So unless we can get the uh, the left, we're all preaching to the choir here. Unless we can get people on the left to understand where we're coming from, the vote left. All this crap's going to keep on going on. Thanks for letting me call in a third time. Okay, no problem, John. Thanks for the call. Uh, I want to go over another school incident, and this one is closer to home. It's uh, in Winslow Township, which is um, on the other side of the western end of Atlantic County. It's actually in Camden County. A teacher resigned from her position. And I, I must say, before I read this story, I wouldn't want to be a teacher today. I mean, it's just so difficult with all the distractions of social media and cell phones and so on and so forth. And this has to do with cell phones. But I just wouldn't want to be a teacher. And I commend the teachers who are still doing it and still doing it well for the most part. I, I, just, I, I just don't know how they do it. I really don't. And I don't care what their age is. <laughs> just, it's, it's unbelievable. But here's a teacher... And she resigned from her position. Well, she had a profanity-filled tirade to her class. And a young man recorded it on his own cell phone. Now, we got to give you the background on this. The incident occurred in the classroom after a student took a Spanish quiz. The student's name is Jay Wright. He's 16 years old. Now, I got to tell you that the school has a policy of no cell phones in the classroom. So he's already violating that policy. However, 
he had his phone with him and he took this test. So it was turned on and the teacher took the phone from him, but she later returned it. But in the meantime, she had this profanity-laced tirade against the student for her classroom being like a zoo. The student got a four-day suspension, and the teacher, well, she resigned, but I think she was forced to resign. The student's family plans to file a harassment, intimidation, and bullying complaint, stating that he is receiving, the student is receiving threats for getting my teacher fired. Okay, but it doesn't say that he was wrong in the first place because he had the cell phone in the class and he wasn't supposed to. So you see, that that's my problem with this, that students get away with this stuff, but the policy is don't have it in the school or don't have it in the classroom. Put it in your locker. But he had it and they let him get away with it. And now the teacher resigned. And now he's being bullied. (laughs) You get this? I mean, this is ridiculous. Follow the rules. We have uh, Linda on the line. We'll get to her after the break. Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. More show after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, There are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, 609-407-1450 is our number here. 609-407-1450. We understand, and Linda's probably going to talk about this, we understand there's another dead whale washed up off Long Island. So, and I think there was one last week in Monmouth County. So, okay, what are they going to say now? Well, it's not from the digging. It's not from the offshore drill. No, no. How do they know that? Those things take, I mean, months to study. 
so this this is this is crazy. Linda and Abseek and Linda, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Good morning, John. So I think the biggest mistake President Trump made was winning the 2016 election. I mean, the very day that he's being inaugurated, the Washington Post said yeah. today, yeah. headlines today, impeachment begins. That's right. So, I mean, That's... to criticize to, to criticize his selections for, for various positions is a little... Um, a little too much and really not fair when you think about it, because I think he did a heck of a job for for where it was dangerous to work for the man. I mean, the RNC didn't even support the Republican president of the United States when he first came on the on the scene. Paul Ryan loved him. The head the head of the House of Representatives, how do he couldn't tolerate Trump. And yeah. I don't know. I when I don't know what it took for Mitch McConnell to come on board. Everything and everyone was against him, and except the voters. True. The voters loved him. That's true. They understood him when he spoke. True. But now a lot of those voters, ah, a lot of bad picks, terrible picks. I'll say. You'll talk about warmongers. Name one. Uh, you can name one. Yeah. But, but tell me his bad picks. Well. Oh, I, are you I, talking about John? No, I'm, now I'm talking to Bob, Bob Progner. Oh, okay. Talking, I'm sorry, John. <laughs> okay. But Bob, are you talking about Bolton? Uh, Bolton, I, I, you know, I, he was the lad, he had no recourse. He had to bring on Bolton because because the, the Washington, D.C. destroyed anybody who would dare work for him. And the people that they put in were plants. And you know it, and I know it. And now, and, and, and most of, of the true conservatives, and I know you're a true conservative, Bob, know it. And, um, but I'm glad, I'm glad, you know, you love Trump. And, um, but I mean, the criticisms, they come out fast and vicious and harsh, you know, like, like after the presidency. I mean, uh, who was, who's that governor that we love in New Jersey? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Chris Christie. No, um, wait, I know there's a couple that you yeah, don't there's, like. There's a couple of them, and, yeah. And Chris Christie, I mean, so it just so happens, and it bears repeating, and I'm sorry if you get tired of hearing this. I mean, uh, so we have Christopher Ray. Now, this is when Chris Christie was a part of the uh, Trump administration before, I guess, he and Jared bucked, 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 bucked horns <laughs> or something. So anyway, so uh, Chris Christie just happened to need a lawyer at one time for Bridgegate. And Christopher Ray was the lawyer for for Chris Christie for Chris Chris for Chris Christie. I get when I get nervous, I stop. <laughs> Don't so be nervous. <laughs> How long have you done this? I mean, come on. <laughs> I've done this a long time. That's and right. One of the best I can do it with. I can do it. Harry, Harry, really, Harry, really. You know, I, I I got better under Harry when he when I would first start calling him because he would let you talk and was but he was very understanding and I, I could calm down. But um, but no 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 I'm good with you I'm really good with you I love your show for that too and I love how you treat callers and so for Chris Christie he he tells uh, he's hiring for Trump now because I mean Trump needs some help I mean he can't do it all by himself even though he did. So Chris Christie hires, uh, he recommends Christopher Ray. So yeah. I guess the Democrats really like him because Christopher Ray is still there. So he must be doing something for the liberal Democrats well, that well, are destroying this country. Yeah, but Linda, so, um, you got you to gotta say one thing. I mean, 
Jeff Sessions, that was a bad pick. Uh, Michael Flynn, that was a bad pick. Who knew? Well, well but I'm saying, I'm saying he that... He was the only senator at the fir- at first blush. He was, you know, he, he, Jeff Sessions was a man of good reputation. But, but, a a tr- big-time senator. But How'd Trump, that work out? Trump, Trump has, he should, uh, again, in hindsight is always twenty twenty. He should have... I remember that. He should have vetted them a little more than he did, rather than say, oh, well, he's a good guy, he's for me, and I'm going to put him in. And that's probably how he looked at it. And and You're talking about Jeff Sessions. The guy was loved. He he was a good Republican, a good man. But he was a bad attorney general. But he was a... See, that's what... That's what you have to see, Linda. There's a there's a good man, and then he's put in a position. It's a different position than what he was. So you got to figure. You know, it's 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 kind of a guessing game, really. And he sure. guessed he guessed wrong. I mean, no, he didn't. He made the best decision with the information he had available, and it was a good decision that turned out to be a complete failure not the fault of president trump how about it's the fault of the coup that was starting with a dossier funded by the hillary campaign oh yeah so much so that the man who the steel guy who created this whole thing or was a big part of it if not the the hugest part of it uh, James Comey goes to him and says, "You know, if, if you can, if you confirm this, if you confirm this dossier, we'll give you a million dollars." That sounds like bribery to me. It sure does. Then, but however, and 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 still couldn't confirm it. So then what happens? They still take that dossier and they got four FISA warrants. We have a president who lived. You know, I just can't. I have to stop defending him because I, because other people don't realize or get this. And, of course, DeSantis is a rock star. And, of course, DeSantis. They, and Soros is thinking with a crowded field that uh, Trump walks away with it. Yeah. Well, sure he would because he polls really high. So even now, and so, so you take it down to a one-on-one field. You take it down to to just DeSantis and President Trump right now with the latest poll that came out. Trump still pulls ahead with with a uh, what is it when it's a um, uh, when when when, a, when an election is double digits. I didn't see that poll. I didn't see that poll. I just what saw was it this morning. What was it? <clears throat> uh, so if they were to go head to head separately. Uh, they uh, he, he he comes ahead more than ten points. Okay. I okay. don't know if it's it, like. Yeah, I had something like that. Okay. All right. So, well, so that's my thought. And, okay. I, and so I'm upset about the wheel. I'm really upset about the well, wheel. Well, I mean, you know, we got we to gotta stop. And Vince Palestina said it. A moratorium on drilling. That's it. No, no more. So we find out what this is and what causes this. And I understand that Ocean County is on board with stopping it as well. So, you know, we this just got to stop. That's all. Just put it on the hold. Was saying eight, the article was saying 18 wheels along the East Coast. Yeah, well, okay. It's, it's up to 18. I mean, I, that's horrible. Yeah, that's horrible. Linda, thanks for the call, as always. Andy and Brigantine. Andy, good morning. Welcome back. Hey, John. Uh, I'll dovetail off of Linda, and then I will talk about the school thing. 
and and then if we have time, I, I would like to address the whale thing as well. Okay. So uh, what Lin- what Linda was saying. So I I I I disagree with Michael Flynn being a bad pick. Michael Flynn was a good man. He was railroaded. They they used threats that they were going to prosecute his son to get him to uh, fall on his sword. Uh, so he did so to protect his own son. They they were threatening his son that they were going to prosecute the son, yeah. uh, go after his family. That that was dirty. But, uh, you know, there's Washington, the people who were there before the president gets there, and they're there long after the president leaves. The president is seen as a four-year or eight-year interloper. The people in permanent Washington are always there. And I think Donald Trump referred or, or, or relied on people from permanent Washington to help him make picks because he was not a politician. So he didn't know these people. So, I mean, Jeff Sessions, yeah, good guy, but a milk toast. I mean, um, you know, he, Mike Pence, a milk toast. Uh, Bill, Bill Barr, Mad Dog Mattis, you know, Chris Christie. I wouldn't trust Chris Christie as far as I could throw him, which wouldn't be far. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but, but but I, I think and, I, and I'm going to tell you something. I think I don't trust Jared Kushner as far as I could throw him and I could throw him about a half a mile. So um, I, 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 um, I think Donald Trump relied on the permanent Washington to help him make these choices instead of choosing them. himself. If Donald Trump chose people to work for his company the way he chose people to work in his administration, Donald Trump, we'd never know his name because he never would have become the success that's that right. he did. That's right. I think Don, Donald Trump Donald Trump needs to rely on, more on his own gut. And believe it or not, uh, his wife didn't like some of these people and told him so, and he picked them regardless. I think, I think Melania can help him a lot. You know, women have a sense of things different than men. And I think he might look to his wife to help him make some of these choices. So, yeah, some bad choices, but a new guy in Washington that Trump was, a businessman, not a politician, he and had his best interests at heart. But now you've got all these backstabbers. You've got Mike Pompeo. You've got Nikki Haley. All these people that were in Trump's orbit that are now turning around, they're going to run. You know, backstabbers. I don't trust them. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. so enough of that. Now, the school situation. You know, what what's happening to the children is that the parents are raising these children and and hovering over them and protecting them from every single bad thing that can happen to them. And the first time things don't go their way, it, it's a new concept. They don't know how to deal with it. And they act out in different ways. Sometimes they pull a gun and kill the whole school. But, you know, these kids, you know, John, this kid with the phone, I mean, look at what he, he sees on television. Yeah. He sees that you can rob you can rob a store and take $900 worth of merchandise and they won't prosecute you. Yeah. So yeah. why does he have any fear about taking his phone out in class? Yeah. Even though it's against the rule. Yeah. He's he's been raised to believe that you, you're not gonna get in trouble. Yeah. So why not do it? Now let's talk about the whale. So you know how 
one of the one of the one of the uh, uh, defenses with this whale thing, one of their explanations is, well, yeah, we've had a lot of whales in a short period of time, but you have to look at an average, and on average. If you, if you look out over a long period of time, we have the same amount of whales dying now as before. But, John, how come they don't say that about hurricanes? If you have, one, if you have five hurricanes in one season and you have zero the next year, they're, they're saying climate change, climate change. How come they don't say we have to average out the number of hurricanes over a long period of time? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean. If you look at the past hundred years, on average, we have the same amount of hurricanes as we had over the past hundred years. But no, with the so that's the point they're making with the whales. But they won't say that about the hurricanes. The bottom line with this with this wind electricity, John, is wind electricity is much more expensive electricity. Yes, it is. Yes, as, far, as far as the gas cars and the electric cars, they don't want you in a gas car because when you have a gas car, you can go wherever you want. You can go as far as you want, whenever you want. In an electric car, they control how much electricity, especially with these smart meters. And if they say you can't charge your car between 4 and 9 p.m. like they do in California, well, I guess that trip you were going to take with your family the next day isn't going to happen yeah, because you can't right. charge your car. That's right. So the car represents, but, but the, the truth be told, John, they don't want you in a gas car or an electric car because the automobile represents freedom. Yeah. And anything that represents freedom is anathema to everything the Democrat Party stands for because the Democrat Party stands for control. They want control over you and your life. They want to control where you go, just like they did during COVID. They control where you go. They sure did. You wear when they you sure get. did, yeah. So the car represents freedom. They want you on public transportation because then they can control where you go, when you go, when you have to come back, and how long you'll stay. They can't do that with a car. Andy, thanks a lot for the call. A lot of good points there. Well, i tell you. My godson drives an electric car. So he took a road trip. I, I, he lives in Colorado. So he was going to Arizona. And he said, uh, well, we had to take an extra day. I said, for what? Well, we had to charge the car for 12 hours. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine sitting around to charge the car for 12 hours? I, I, I don't want any parts of that. Unless, you know, I have one car that I travel with and then I have the other car, the electric car is just to, to run around in the city. But can you imagine? And I don't want to see electric cars unless they have plenty of charging stations. And if I'm going to take a trip, I got to know where the charging station is. And if it's occupied, then I got to wait. Oh, uh, Chris, Craig, and George in that order. After the break, Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. More of Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. 
Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from B.F. Mazio, but didn't know it. That's because B.F. Mazio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call B.F. Mazio's wholesale division at 609-641-6608. That's 609-641-6608. And don't forget B.F. Mazio at 601 New Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Breezy, cooler with plenty of sun for the rest of the afternoon. The high 45. Partly cloudy tonight, low 29. Not as cool tomorrow. Clouds and sunshine. Actually, the best day of the weekend. Enjoy it. High 55. A stray shower in the evening tomorrow night. Otherwise cloudy, low 44. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Oh, boy. During the break, Chris is telling me a story of an electric car. Oh, boy. Just what I was saying. Let's uh, go back to the phones. Chris and Summers Point. Chris, good morning. You're on Talk With a Purpose. Hi. Uh, good morning, John. Thanks for taking my phone call. Thanks for calling, Chris. Uh, just that three, three quick points. Um, the first one, I agree with you on the Black National Anthem thing, but the problem is, yeah, you know, the old saying, the, the horse is out of the stable. He did, when he let that go on, John, about three, about two, three years ago, yeah. in 2020. Yeah. Trying to stop it now. He already made that deal with the, with those players, you know? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that's, that's true. No, he couldn't, he, he was in no position to, to stop it. No, you're right. No. And he cut that deal where, okay, you can wear the, you can put these things on back of your helmets, uh, social programs, that. And just, you know, just just don't kneel, okay? And, and and then you do all that, it's fine. Yeah. So that's why you can't go back on it now. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, like Trump, I agree. I think I had a discussion with you before. I agree with you. I mean, I think look, if he's a nomination, obviously I'm going to vote for him. The problem is we don't we can't just afford to get to the finish line. And the problem is, John, like you and I said before, he'll get to the finish line, but I don't think he's going to get over again because you need those 11, 12 million independents that he's just not going to get. No. I mean, unfortunately, no. they're just going to be people who never Trump or they're going to vote for a guy for whatever reason. They're just not going to do it. So, unfortunately, I mean, I I do like Trump, but the problem is I think you need someone. I like Nikki Haley. When she talks, she sounds pretty good. I think Mike Mike Pompeo, Mike Pence, I, I, I like to say this, of course. I don't think he's getting in, John. I think he wants to finish what he's doing in Florida. Yeah. I don't think he wants I think he wants to. He's not 100%. He's just not, if he's not 100% focused, I don't see him doing John. Yeah. Um, what about uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders? That's uh, that's an option. Oh, yeah, no, she'd be great, too. I think it's too soon, though. She just got the governor thing in. Yeah, in, uh, yeah. Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm afraid so, that I mean, if we, uh, that we may be stuck with eight more years of Democrats. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm well, concerned about. I, I mean, I mean, it's a, well, here's the thing, John. Like they, now, yesterday I saw an interview with, uh, they were praised. I couldn't believe Fox was praising, uh, Kamala Harris gave an interview on NBC or something. Oh, oh, well, she didn't use word salad, but I'm like, she, she's already saying, oh, yeah, I'll run a ticket with Joe Biden. Of course she'll run a ticket with Joe Biden because she wants that gravy trade for as long as she can get it, John. She knows yeah, yeah. if she runs on her own, one percent of the damn vote. No. So at the end of the day, you know, it, and, and Joe Biden, how the hell is he going to campaign, John? It's like, he he was in a basin last time. He 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 was had headlights flashing to get people's applause. I mean, at the end of the day, there ain't no way in hell he's going to be able to campaign a no. real campaign against anybody on the other no. side. No, no, he so, can't. No, and, and they they know it. They know yeah. he can't do it. There's they, no way. They they know it, and the polls show that they people don't want the Democrats don't want Biden to run. 
So, I mean. Right. They don't want to run. What's he, you know, he's talking about running. But listen, he, he's going to come out very soon and say, I'm not running. And, and then it's going to be a free for all with Democrats. So we'll see. But I, 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 I'm, I'm afraid you're right that DeSantis may not want it yet. Uh, and, uh, you know, know, Nikki Haley, I don't know, uh, Sarah Sanders, uh, you know, we may not be ready for a Republican candidate. But that's the danger of of having that and then having eight more years of Democrats. I mean, so. Right. And and, and the thing is, like, like Chris, I'm not the biggest supporter of Chris Christie, but at the end of the day, he is a very intelligent guy to listen to him talk. So he he wouldn't even be at such a bad candidate. I think he needed a younger guy. Younger person, I'm sorry. Yeah. And at the end of the day, yeah. I think you get the right candidate. They definitely beat. And it was ever on the other side. I don't think it's a problem. It's just you got to get the right person. Yeah, we got, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, thanks for the call, Chris. Appreciate it. Craig in Northfield. Craig, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you. And, and, and thank you for taking my call. And, and you know, um, we do have to give credit to our Congressman Van Drew for stepping up to the plate with these whales. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's in the forefront of this, and we we really need to appreciate that. And Palestina, too. Palestina, too. I I agree with you. Yeah. But uh, I think that uh, with our congressman, we can get some federal overstepping over on our governor here because we know that our governor's not going to back down. And we know what we we have a wonderful conservative senator, but the problem is he's overruled over there with all of our – you know, Democratic senators that we have. But anyway, um, I was listening to uh, everybody making us uh, uh, talking about some of uh, Donald J. Trump's picks. And, of course, you know, we can always pull apart everybody's picks. Everybody has some bad picks. Yes. But uh, remember one thing. Um, this week we saw something happen. And so we got to see our government at work, and, and everybody was actually saying that Biden was the suggester in chief. Okay, <laughs> and so let's now, now hold on. Now uh, let's talk about the, the 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 Diane Feinstein. Okay, she was thinking about retiring, and her crew made her retire and put the word out. So again, she became the suggester in chief senator. Do you see where I'm headed here, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it really now. Now we just had something from our government employees that they got to have therapy because of all the big SUVs driving around there. They're going to get that, too. Yeah. And why we got Obamacare, they didn't get Obamacare. So they, they told the Congress and the senators, oh, no, we're not getting that. So here, I'm just going to say when I said suggestion in chief, it appears that our employees of the government are running the people that we vote in in office and not are adhering to their policies that they put in. Would you agree with that? Yes, John? yes, yes. Okay. Would you think that that was Donald J. Trump's biggest problem? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when he made that call, okay, over there to the Ukraine and it became a problem, wasn't it the employees that had the problem with the call? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And where did that get him? An impeachment? Uh, well, it, it, right? it didn't get him reelected, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, but no, it got him an impeachment because of, but 
So when Biden said we're going to fire the guy unless you, you know, you're not going to get the million, the billion dollars unless you fire the guy, that was okay because that's what they agreed to. Yes. So what we're seeing now is we're seeing that our government employees are running our entire government. Well, and that and most of them are woke, John. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. yes, they are. And that's what I'm going to leave you with. Yes, that's that's, that's the problem. That's the, well, no matter who we put in office. Yeah. OK. Right. Whether it be Donald J. Trump or anybody, unless they adhere, then what they do is they undermine the person. That's right. We're starting That's right. to see that now. Yep. You, you see with Kamala Harris with all of her employees leaving because she wanted to put her thumb down and they didn't like it. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So what do we got? We have. So where would you see that in any other industry? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. The, in, you, the inmates don't run the asylum. Remember that. Remember That's that. That's what we got going and, on. And you're in business and you don't let an employee tell you what to do. Do you? Well, you know, sometimes we all listen, you know, but if it's a yeah. good suggestion, Suge- of course. Yeah, but suggestion, yes. At the end yes. of the day, you're the boss. I got the job. You, that's it's right. my money. That's right. Okay, and I'm held accountable. That's right. So we should listen to the person that's, that we actually selected. And that's what the problem was. And and this country allows that. And that's yes. the problem. Yes. It, to, Just like at our schools. The yeah. Kids are running oh, the, the schools, yeah. Right. Superintendents and okay. assistants and this and that and it's it's just it's a mess. And and okay. So and, who sends the money to the schools? The parents and and who has a say? Do the parents have a say? Not really. Not there really. We go. That's right. We need to change all of that. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. Where do we Thank start? You for thanks for thanks for call. Where do we start? Huh? George and AC. George. Good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Where do we start? Where do we end? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good question. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know. Real quick, let me just get get about the whales, and then I about what I wanted to talk about the politics on the whales. You know, the other night I saw this thing on the Discovery, uh, which I've known about in the past. There was a a thing where they were bringing up uh, worms. By I don't even know what it's called. They bang something in the ground. They they run across it like a pole with, with like a file, and it makes noise, vibration, and it brings the worms up to the surface. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now we know what waves and vibrations do, and any sane person knows that whatever testing is taking place out there along this Jersey Shore and all the way up to Long Island, okay. Those are sound waves, okay? Those sound waves are traveling, and it's messing up the mind of the whale. I mean, come on. Yeah. It doesn't take a genius. It doesn't take a rocket scientist. All right? You know, so so the, the, the people that are doing the offshore drilling, I mean, they can say that they're not doing anything, da 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 and the government can keep backing them up, like Craig just said. I mean, what do we have left? I mean, we got left is nothing but a bunch of liars and a deep state that goes way beyond Washington. I mean, it's it's like the uh, employees the uh, running the insane asylum. That's right. Like nuts. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. So now about the politics, and I'll try to go as quick as I can because I mean I listen to your show all the time. I, I never have a chance really to call in on Saturday mornings. Whatever. Okay. So. I'm, I'm listening again, and it's the same old thing. No, I don't mean that in a negative way. 
believe me, John, your show is very positive, okay? But again, it's the same old thing about who's going to run, Trump is this, DeSantis is that. Look, first of all, I can only offer my own opinion, okay? And, and, and it's not gospel. Everybody is entitled. Everybody's got the right. But you know what? In my lifetime, and I go all the way back, that I was handing out stuff for Dwight D. Eisenhower in 1952. Whoa. Okay? So, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> all right, so listen, listen. I'm telling you right now, okay, that in my opinion, there's going to be more than enough people that are going to be running in this Republican primary that there's no way that you're going to end up with anybody but Trump. That's number one, politically speaking. Okay. Okay, because the Republicans have a winner-take-all process. So the more Republicans that are running is only going to make Trump a better candidate, and he's going to win hands down because he's going to have the majority in most of the states. He's going to pick up most of the wins, and so we're going to have Trump. Yeah. Okay? Unless you have a head-to-head with something like is not going to happen, a head-to-head with DeSantis and Trump, okay? and you have a battle royale, I mean, this is not going to happen. So politically speaking, in my opinion, Trump is walking into, okay, running for this re-election or whatever you want to call it. Okay. And in my opinion, he's the only guy in my lifetime that I have ever seen, okay, that is trying to do his best to fight up against this deep state and to try to do his best to save this United States of America. That's what we got, buddy. That's right. That's right. Okay? Yeah. But, but Okay, so look forward to it. It's <laughs> going to be a little bit of viciousness. He's going to be nasty. He's going to do whatever he's got to do. But at the end of the day, he's walking away with the Republican nomination for another go-round. And what Biden does, I could give an S.H. less. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Because anybody that is other than brain dead can see that this is nothing but the worst thing for America. And anybody that votes for anything that's supporting any of that, any of this woke crowd, any of this whole bunch of left wing nuts. okay? I don't care if it's the uh, the 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 women, uh, the 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 independent whatevers. okay? I'm telling you right now. They're losing their mind if they don't vote for the only guy, okay, that fought hard and did the best to keep every promise that he made, and that's Donald Trump. Well, and that is my opinion. Yeah, well, and it's a good one, but you see, George, there's the other side, and you just said it. Anybody who votes for anything having to do with woke or whatever this thing is on the other side, but... I've said this before. People are dopes. They're going to vote for that. And, and you know, the left, they hate Donald Trump. Oh, how could you vote for him? He's a racist. He's a this. He's a that. He's a misogynist. Uh, you know, and it's all nonsense. But they believe that. One they other be- thing real quick. Yes. One other thing real quick, and then let me let you go, because it's, just, it's really very complex. And other people might want to get something to say, please. Okay. When it comes to this Biden, and is he going to run, or isn't he going to run, and this is that, again, here's my opinion, okay? This guy is A, A, like ABC, A is so brain dead, okay? (laughs) Yeah. B, 
okay? He is like like uh, the suggester in chief or whatever, as the best that you got. But you want to know something? There ain't no way that guy or his wife are giving up the power and the control that they have. This guy is running. As long as he's breathing, he's running. Boy. Have a nice day. Okay, thanks, George. Thanks for the call. Could you see that? Four more years of Biden? Oh, my God. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have lunch soon. Oh, boy. That's upsetting. Talk with the purpose is the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. We'll have uh, Bob and Kate May and uh, maybe you real quick at 609-407-1450. Final thoughts on today's show after these words. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City. 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Back here on Talk With a Purpose. A couple of minutes left of the show. Real quick, let's get Bob and Kate May here or in Florida or wherever he is. Bob, good morning. Hey. <laughs> Welcome back. Hey John, just, just real real quick. Hey, look, I agree with, with Linda, agree with Craig there. The deep state, they had their knives out for President Trump. He was treated incredibly unfair, fairly. However, look, the appointments, General Mattis, General Kelly, 
the inner circle of his cabinet, these guys hated Trump and hated his agenda. Trump waited till there was a month left in his administration. Then he finally supports a brilliant man who was completely on board with his foreign policy to the National Security Advisor Post, uh, Colonel Douglas McGregor. He's on Fox News all the time. He's a brilliant guy. Uh, <clears throat> but Trump waited till he had one month left. Now, the most important problems that, that Trump had in his first administration, he had a chance in 2017, when he was inaugurated, to pick the Speaker of the House. He had such political capital in the Republican Party. He went along with Paul Ryan. Well, Paul Ryan torpedoed the, the <clears throat> cornerstone of the Trump agenda, and that's the wall. Paul Ryan did that. Governor DeSantis, if he ever gets elected, he will not have backstabbers around him. I guarantee you that. The uh, same thing Trump did, I think it was in 2018, he had a chance to dump the turtle, Mitch McConnell. There was an America First candidate running in the primary against McConnell, a strong candidate. Trump appoint, uh, endorsed McConnell. All right, so now we have Mitch McConnell around our neck in the Republican Party. Yeah, Bob, Final uh, point I want to make. Real quick, real quick, real quick. Uh, DeSantis, DeSantis wanted Harmy Dillon to head the Republican Party. Trump went along with the establishment candidate, and Ronald McDaniel. So that's, that's my point. Okay, Bob, okay. thanks for the call. That's going to put the wraps on another edition of Talk With a Purpose. Thanks to Chris Coleman, our program director and producer, and thanks to you because you, the listeners, make the show. I'm John DeMassey. Have yourself a great week, a safe, a happy, and a healthy one. We'll talk to you next Saturday. Talk With a Purpose, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. You take care.